Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Bro. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. What's up? Okay. Good. <laughs> Not much. Just drinking. <laughs> Welcome, dude. Cheers. <laughs> it's really weird. It's really weird to talk to you because I've I've literally been listening to your podcast for like the past what three weeks now. Oh, Jesus! I feel bad yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it. I listen to podcasts and just generally stuff like that on a daily basis because when I'm at work. Um, are you recording now? By the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, let me just put my light on. Hold on. <laughs> Gotta keep this all professional. There you go. Yeah, you're good, man. <laughs> Looks good. Um, yeah, basically, I just listen to podcasts because um, me and my dad, we work in the building trade. Um, and it's just easy for just, you know, listen to stuff as you're getting on with it. You probably know. Right. What do you do? Um, well, basically, me and my dad, we do, um, we're in the construction industry. But oh. it's just it's just my dad. He's self employed, right. and basically, when I left school at the age of sixteen, uh, I didn't go to university, didn't do college, none of that. Basically, just said to me, "You're coming to work," and that was it. And just from there, just I don't know anything else. That and airsoft. <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. Hey, man, that's that's cool though. I I uh, I think a lot of people can appreciate that because um, you know family business working with family and stuff. It's not always the easiest for sure, but, yeah, uh, it's not, especially <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, man, that's cool as hell, you know? Yeah. Now, uh, do you guys, what do you do mostly? Like, um, you do all kind of just different stuff, yeah. electrical painting, drywall. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Okay. Literally, literally, um, today I've been, uh, insulating a ceiling. Mm. Do you know, what, do you know what Kingspan is? what is like it now in kingspan it's like in, you know the hard insulation that's yeah. like quite thick it is that stuff oh, okay in the uk we have building regulations and stuff like that right and you've got to put that sort of stuff in and yeah. the, the the insulation it, it just gets in your eye and it no matter if you wear eye protection or mm. uh even wear a mask i was wearing a mask to start with and yeah. it it just filters through the mask and it still gets on your throat. But the worst thing is when you're wearing a mask, it actually like congregates on like your nose. Yeah. And then as you breathe out the mask, it pushes the air up and it pushes it into your eye. Yeah. And I've literally spent half the day going like this trying to get it out of my eye. Oh dude. But- <laughs> I've had that same thing. I'm gonna tell you what I what I wear uh for insulation like that, especially if I'm working above my head, is the um I have a uh, full respirator, a yeah. full face shield respirator. Yeah, yeah. So it goes all the way around, covers yeah, yeah. my eyes, my whole face. And then yeah. it has the, you know, you know, the filters. I use it for when I um, spray, for when I paint, yeah. uh, especially if I'm spraying like stain or something like that. That's real, real tacky yeah. and real sticky. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, it's not the worst thing to breathe it in, um, especially if I'm outside or something. But the uh, bro, when that stuff gets in your nose and your your eyes and you know it's just in your ears, 
and it sets, uh, you know, until you get home and take a shower. Yeah. It's the it. hardest shit to get out, bro. If, if you don't, if you don't do it as a job on a daily basis, you just don't understand what it's like. If you do it For one real. time, if you do it one time, you, you sort of understand, but if you're doing it every, well, not every day, but if you're doing it as a job, right. You, you get the idea. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Insulation, bro. Uh, I don't even mess with that shit. So when I yeah. was redoing the, um, uh, our back room here in our house, uh, I got the, I forget what it's called, but it's the kind of insulation that is like, uh, something like cotton or something like that, or maybe not cotton. It's, yeah. uh, anyway, it's not fiberglass and it's, uh, it's yeah. what they use when they do the, uh, the blown, you know, where they blow it in like to your attic oh, yeah, and shit. I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 We have that in this country where it's like, um, basically back in the day houses that were built they weren't fully insulated you may have seen on the news something called insulate britain um lately where there's just been protests about it and oh what they do is from the outside of your house they will drill a hole through the brickwork or through the cement um and they basically force feed through a tube that um like cotton type stuff it's yeah. literally like a like a cotton that you'd wipe your face with isn't it? it's that sort of yeah stuff. it's like a yeah. i forget what it is but it's uh it's like non-flammable you know it's uh yeah. but it's some mix of thing but there's no fiberglass yeah. in it and there's like hardly any dust uh, it's like you, snow yeah right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great so i did the uh ceiling in there and um i had to cut out a big chunk of the ceiling it was messed up and yeah. uh, of course all the old insulation falls out and uh <laughs> my wife was helping me and I'm just, you know, sweeping this, picking this stuff up, whatever. And she's helping clean up. And I'm yeah. not wearing anything with the old insulation. I'm used to it, you know, the dust and everything. And uh, she, uh, she would, she couldn't even stop coughing, bro. She was like, I don't know how you work around this shit. That yeah. wasn't even that bad. But the fiberglass stuff, yeah. when it gets in your skin, especially if you're sweating, um, yeah. it, it's horrible. I've had it in my eyes so bad where, you know, my eye was just itching for like two days straight. Um, so yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean, but I did the start wearing is, that full seal, but as soon as you yeah. take it off, it's all over you. So as soon as you take off your mask, bro, it's like, it just yeah. blows in your face. The thing is when, I mean, you're supposed to really wear all the protective stuff, you know, like a mask, goggles, air I wear air defenders, but things like wearing a mask and goggles, if you're sweating and I mean, in airsoft, it's the same thing because you, you're literally playing sweating. And yeah. I wear full seal goggles, um, and the sweat just drips off of them. And I've had it before; I've just got sweat in my eye. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just the worst thing ever. But when you're doing that, with in, even just stuff like just normal like brick dust, that's you know one of the worst things as well. But yeah, you just get it in your eye, and I'm literally there every night time lying in bed trying to get a bit of brick out of my eye that's been in there since <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's funny, man. Hell yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm glad we got to get on because uh, we were messaging back and forth, um, yeah. trying to figure out a time. And this is, yeah. uh, by the way, this is this is very common. Yeah. Uh, it's really rare for for me to ask somebody to be on or, you know, talk with somebody and then like, uh, Hey, are you available this day? Like it, it mm. we just have to go back and forth. That's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, so it's very normal, but we, um, 
we were trying to set this up for the last couple of weeks. And, uh, so you are, uh, Dean, right? Airsoft Dean is your Instagram. Yeah. And then your team is force of fury. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Is that your logo right there behind you? Uh, yeah, that is. Yeah. I just put that on display. It's just a little picture frame. That's good. I, I, we're actually going to take those to games with us and basically wherever we're set up, uh, in like the safe zone, I was going to take that with me. So anyone who comes up and talks to us, all they have to do is just scan the QR code and it takes them straight to the YouTube channel. Nice. And just starting off trying to do that, basically, just trying to get a following at the minute. But um, it's getting there. It's, you know, it's yeah, time. you got uh, you got a, a decent YouTube channel. Um, you got yeah, your team, whatever. It's uh, what, just over a thousand you guys hit? Yeah. A um, thousand subs? Yeah. Uh, on a, Well, it's a funny story, actually, because... Um, the YouTube channel is my personal YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I didn't make one separately for just the airsoft videos. But um, it's funny because when I made it originally, I wanted to start putting airsoft-related videos up. About Because I've been doing airsoft now for eight years, thereabouts, I think. Yeah, eight years. Uh, 2014 is when I started. Um, and I started, you can see that there's about six-year-old videos on there from where I used to play. And I, it wasn't professional. I literally just stuck a GoPro on the helmet and yeah. recorded. And I just basically put some some stuff on there. But um, I actually started to do music and uh, do like a um, – I had a, a recording studio. That's what this desk is originally from because oh. um, I had a setup and I had a recording booth that I actually made myself yeah. with insulation in it, soundproof. <laughs> <in it. laughs> right. <laughs> and basically I gave that a go for about – five years and i just it, it was getting there but i just decided to just stop because i just thought to myself it was one of those I, I was 20 i was 25 and i thought to myself i've been doing it for five years now and i thought what do i do do i concentrate on doing music because at the time it's a hobby but i wanted it to be more than a hobby yeah you know like everyone does when they start doing stuff sure like um and i thought to myself do I carry on doing this that isn't really earning me much money or do I carry on doing what I'm doing with my dad uh, in the building trade and stick with the devil, you know, in a way and what's been making you money. So I decided to just stop doing the music or do that kind of, I didn't lose interest in it so much, but I just found that there was a lot of, there was a lot of messes in the music industry because there's people that, weren't really known so much and they in a way they're like divas before they're divas hmm. and like you know they, they want to be known before they're known do you know what i mean and yeah some people just yeah it's just one of them ones where just some people just you know like when you just it's hard to explain but when you Is sort it? of fall out of interest with doing something right you know it it, it puts you off right you get what i mean but, well, um, I, you know, that's, uh, you're the s- second person I've talked to that, um, has said that same thing. Uh, Mr. OT is his Instagram. He, um, he used to do music as well. And mm-hmm. when I talked with him the first time, he said the same thing. Like I couldn't do it anymore, man. It was too much drama and just yeah. people like backstabbing and, you know, mm-hmm. two faced and whatever. And yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a shitty environment to be in. Yeah. So, what kind of music so, did you do? To be honest, I did uh, 
more the modern stuff really like um you know the, the trap stuff and in the uk there's a there's a a music genre called um drill which is basically like uh you might have heard of a road man in the uk what, what is it what's it called a, a road man so it's basically like um you know if you want to be a gangster and stuff like that in the uk it's, yeah. it's slightly different to in america but yeah it, I, there's a genre basically called that uh called road music basically or, or drill yeah. or trap or whatever you want to call it i started yeah. dabbling with that because i've heard of trap friends. yeah 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 i've got some friends from school that basically wanted to do it and yeah i just started dabbling with that but originally it was like um like uh just trance hip-hop uh yeah club music that type of stuff right um but yeah i just i just i, I made about five i think it's 500 instrumentals um five you made 500 songs not not all of them are perfect <laughs> doesn't but, matter you still <laughs> you you holy shit dude but i made basically 500 beats or instrumentals right not with vocals or lyrics with them, right, just, right. just the instrumental mm-hmm. i'd literally get back from work every evening kind of like what i'm doing now to be honest and <laughs> just just start making a beat and if it was good it was good if it was crap it was crap it doesn't matter but i wanted to i was basically doing one probably every day or two so i was probably making about four to five beats a week yeah and then i, I started putting them out on youtube um as like free beats or whatever just to try and get known a bit mm-hmm. but yeah it didn't, it didn't really go anywhere so I basically deleted all the videos off YouTube and then I started doing the more recent airsoft stuff that you're seeing now. I um, wondered why, when I looked at your YouTube channel, I wondered why there were uh, such, like, so many gaps in the videos or in the time, mm-hmm. you know, the time uh, release of the videos. Okay. Because I've, I've yeah. done that as well with our channel. There's actually some time, uh, some videos we deleted uh, that got, uh, we were, uh, I forget what, when it was, but it was over two years ago. We were going to move some of our videos over to uh, a different platform. And, um, and to do that, I had to delete, you know, remove it from YouTube. So I have the original that I, you know, I still had that I uploaded YouTube, but I, uh, so I deleted off YouTube. Well, I didn't want to, after like a few months, I didn't want to re-upload it to YouTube, you know, to put it back on there. Cause then it'll show up as new, even though it was like two years old. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So anyway. basically, just to try and be a bit more relevant in a way. Yeah. Now, did you put a? Did you put some of your music on like Spotify or any other type of um, music I, thing? SoundCloud. Or something? No, I put some stuff on iTunes. I was going to yeah. start dabbling with Spotify and um, SoundCloud and stuff. Um, right. Some uh, there was an artist that I worked with. He started putting stuff on SoundCloud as well. There was stuff that we worked on, um, but same as me really decided to pack the music in so mm. you do but um it's one of the things in it when you're young you want to try and make something of your life while you're young before sure. the bills before the bills start really coming in <laughs> <laughs> and then the bills start really piling up and uh, Shit, I got it, doesn't, it doesn't take long bro once you get out of school man it doesn't take long like once once mom and dad stop paying for everything you're like fuck i got <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of people say 
uh, I'm probably going to annoy a few people when I say this now, especially people that know me, but a lot of people say that I'm spoiled. Some of my family members, like my cousins and whatnot, some of them say that I'm spoiled, but everything that I've got, I mean, yeah, okay, fair enough. My dad gave me a job, okay, but right, you know, I still had to go to work for it, get up well, every sure. day, go to work, and I've okay, unless it was a birthday present, I've never really been handed anything. I've always had to pay for it. Do you so, have uh, do you have brothers or sisters? Okay, so your only child, <laughs> and your dad gave you your job. That's see that, and that's why your cousins or you know some other family. That's what that's where it comes from, man. Like you're yeah. honestly. Bro, you the <laughs> only way you're going to get out of that, the only way you're going to get away from that, you know, from the, the, them thinking this is if you started your own business on your own yeah. without any help uh, from family and were successful in that business. That's the only way. And then even yeah. then, you're you're still going to have family members who go, well, you were able to start your business because your dad gave you that job and like you're never going to yeah. get away from it, bro. You just got to embrace mean, it. Embrace I mean, it. So the thing is, what's probably going to happen is because my dad's 64 now. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you know, in the, because you do construction, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you know, as you get older, it takes a toll on your body. Fuck yeah, it does. It. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think he'll, he'll, he's one of them people that will never, he'll never retire, if you know right. what I mean, because he'll just, he, he likes he to be on the go. Still. Yeah, yeah, he can't sit still. Um, he's always got to be doing something. And even if it's like trimming it down to three days a week and I do the right. rest, it'll be like that until the day where he decides to say, right, you know, I don't want to do it no more. And basically I'll just take over the business. Right. That's probably what it'll be. Um, you know, so it's one of them. And you just got to see how you get on throughout how, how life and just, you know, don't plan the thing. I feel like if you plan something, I feel like sometimes it doesn't always go the way you want it to go. And it just makes you more upset, really, and probably annoyed. Whereas if you just let life take its toll and just see yeah. how it goes. As long as you don't, you know, get into debt or, you know, I don't know, whatever. Just, you know, make yourself, make your Have life some balance, a, a make problem. some decent choices and decisions. I, you know, speaking yeah. of that, I saw, you know how you see these motivational like quotes and uh, little reels and stuff on Instagram where, you know, yeah. somebody's like reciting a, a quote yeah. or whatever that's motivational. So I, I heard this one last week or whatever, if totally out of the blue, like the guy says, he's got this Indian accent. <clears throat> he says, uh, if you have a bad day, just fuck it and go home and go to sleep. <laughs> I swear to God. And he goes on talking about, he's like, uh, you know, the the universe is telling you to just give up. Okay. So don't fight the universe. Just you'll, you can start over again tomorrow, but today, fuck it. Go home and go yeah. to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's true. I was like, true. dude, that's so funny because we're always hearing this, uh, the opposite of that, you know, like, and you got to pursue this and you got to do this and you got to, you know, make your dreams and whatever, yeah. like all this gung ho shit. And then this guy's like, if you have a bad day and I was ready, ready for this motivational quote. And he's like, just fuck it. Go home and go to sleep. <laughs> oh, shit. It was funny. Yeah. But look, bro. Okay. So everyone thinks you're a spoiled 
you got to start embracing that. Just start acting <laughs> spoiled sometimes, okay? <laughs> Just on purpose, like make some posts on your personal Instagram, like, uh, you know, a, a car you got or something. Like, hey, look what my dad bought me. <laughs> 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 no, I'm I'm not I'm not like that. Uh, I know what you mean though, but I'm not like that. I just I, I just can't I can't be like that. It's just one of them things. I know it'll just bite me back one day. <laughs> right. No shit. Yeah. I mean, people are gonna think what they want to think. That's that's how it is. Even when, yeah. you know, my wife and I have five kids, like we told them when they were as they were getting older, like, hey, we try to treat all you guys fair, but we can't help it. We're parents, like the, yeah. the the better we're doing uh, as you guys get older, then the younger ones are going to get more shit. Like that's, that's just how it goes. They're going to get more help, mm-hmm. you know? And as we learn as parents, uh, so you first two, uh, you all are Guinea pigs and then we're just getting better, you know, hopefully as we go. So uh, we're like, we're going to try to be fair, but it's almost impossible. Okay. You just can't help yeah. it. When I was, uh, I don't know how old it was, but when I was, I think I was probably about, must have been about six seven or eight years old um my mum and dad basically said to me do you want a brother and sister and or a brother or a sister sorry and I just said no (laughs) (laughs) and then everyone that I've told that to has said to me do you know what you're really lucky because you know you most people don't have a choice that you know it just happens but mom and dad said to me, do you want a brother or a sister? And I, I remember saying it, no. And I was like, why not? And I just said, because I don't want to share my toys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's nat- but, that's 100% normal. But to be honest, when I look back at it and I think now how I am in life, I'm kind of glad that I said no. Because if I had a brother or a sister now, especially, you know, probably like a five-year difference between me and them, I know for a fact that it would either go a few ways. It would be, I've got to set an example for them mm-hmm. because I'm the older, yep, right? Or it would be um, probably something like, for instance, where I've got the job with my dad, okay? If I started, you know, not working so hard or, you know, then it would be, if you don't do it, your brother or sister will go and help your dad, then you right. won't have a job. Let me tell you something, right? My dad has sacked me about six times already. Okay, <laughs> where I'm, I've just, I've just like, you know how it is when you first start work and stuff, and you just think, you know, it's just it's one of them things where you just can't be bothered, and you can. My dad could see that I was slacking, right? And then he would sack me, and he would say, "Right, that's it, you're sacked." Okay, because my dad's from like East End of London, so it's like. He's okay. got that accent as well, which makes it even funnier. Yeah. And then that will be, say, what, three o'clock in the afternoon after we've just finished work, right? Come eight o'clock at night, uh, I'll be in bed, and he'll knock on the door, and he'll say, be ready for eight o'clock in the morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows that he can't do it without me. <laughs> and there's no one else. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I... Then I, I yeah, but yeah. It's one but, of them. My boys, uh, or all my kids, when they were, you know, young teenagers, not even teenagers, young, and I would have them help me with uh, stuff in the yard. You know, I'm teaching them how to hard work or whatever, or how to use a tool or something. And it's hot out, 
you know, and it, you know, whenever it's, you're uncomfortable, you don't want to, you know, as a kid, you don't want to pay attention anyway, but uh, you know, unless it's, you know, if it's something like your parents are showing you, you're like, this is boring. So uh, I'm showing them and, um, (laughs) you know, it was always that same thing. You know, they're, if they're not staying, if they're not paying attention, I'm like, you're, you know, I gripe at them, whatever. So it was always kind of a struggle to get yeah. them, you know, to pay yeah. attention. But I remember we were working, uh, <laughs> we were here in South Carolina. My boys were, uh, had all three of my boys out back. We were digging out a uh, stump. There was a small tree, probably about <clears throat> 20 foot or 20 feet high. We cut it. It had uh, fallen over a little bit uh, on our shed in the back. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, the the way the, I forget what kind of tree it was, but the taproot was really, you know, it was hard to dig out. So we cut the tree out and then we started or cut the tree down and then we started digging the uh, stump out. Well, it was like a hundred degrees out. Okay. Um, <laughs> in the summertime, our neighbor lady comes over and we're out there for like four hours with an ax a Maddox yeah. shovels. Okay. Yeah. And I'm teaching them how to use these tools or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> so she comes over and was like, Oh my gosh. Uh, I have a friend that, you know, has whatever, you know, a service that a tree service that can pull that out. And I said, no, it's fine. She's like, I feel so bad for those boys. Cause my youngest one, my youngest son at the time was like maybe 10. And then the other one was like 11 and then the older one was like 13. So, uh, or 14. And, uh, she's like, well, it's really hot out. And I said, yeah, I'm trying to teach them some hard work, you know? Uh, it was so funny. And they're like, I mean, they are dying, bro. I mean, they are just, dad, are we done yet? I'm like, is the stump out? (laughs) Then you ain't done. Okay. Keep working. That's it. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah, you, you some sometimes. But the thing is, it's not just that. Once you finally got, I mean, I've, I've, I hate digging. If I'm being honest, I hate digging a ditch. Yeah. But getting a tree stump out is one of the most annoying things. But once it's out, and you finally got it out, it's the best feeling in the world, isn't it? Oh, dude! <laughs> if you haven't done it, you don't know what it's like. I'm Especially telling you, you've now. been at it for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean. I don't really go to the gym or anything. Um, yeah. I used to, but I don't know. But um, I just don't really need to because you just sweat throughout the day doing yeah. what we do. You know, we're doing it for eight hours, seven, eight hours. I'd never do that if I went to the gym. It would be like an hour, probably an right. hour and a half. And, you know, the thing is when you're at the gym, you yeah, all right, you're doing weights or you're doing cardio and you stop and you sit there on your phone for like five minutes. Fair enough, you do that at work, but you're constantly working. So it's like it, it burns calories all day, mm-hmm. whereas going to the gym, you're burning it for an hour, and then you go home, have something to eat, and you sit and watch the telly. It's like, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Right. So, but, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, I do eat a lot, and I, I'm surprised I haven't started putting on more weight than what I have got. Um, but, yeah, I feel like if I... I feel like if I stopped doing this and I just got like an office job, which I couldn't mm-hmm. do anyway because I hate doing office work. I yeah. hate, I do this, do the editing stuff on the computer, but I couldn't do it all day long for like right. eight hours, 12 hours, could not do it. 
Yeah. I'm I'm an active not an active, I'm a like physical um what's the word I'm thinking of? Um oh, what is the word I'm thinking of? You know, like when you just your hands on. I'm, I'm a yeah. hands on. Oh person. yeah, right, right. Hands on person. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't I can't be pushing a pen around a bit of paper all day. Can't yeah. do it. It's not me. But yeah, it is what it is. Um to be honest, I'm I'm glad that I've got the job with my dad doing what I do. Well, because, you learn a lot, man. You learn a lot of different yeah. things. Now, has he uh, he taught you all that, all this basic stuff, whatever, like the, you know, when you're growing up or when, you know, seeing him do that kind of stuff, woodworking and how to use yeah. tools and stuff. There was this guy yeah. we had, uh, we were going to have, we were trying to hire somebody else like last summer. And uh, we had this guy, he was uh, young, you know, early 20s. He comes out and on his thing, on his profile online, he said, you know, he knew how to do electrical. He knew how to do all this, whatever. So we assume he knows at least how to use a drill, you know, with the screw, you know, like to screw in some, we were doing some framing, mm. uh, putting up joists, you know, the joist hangers. Yeah. So, uh, so we tried to have him do the joist hangers and, you know, we use nails and the area we were in, we couldn't fit the uh, nail gun. So we're using, you know, just hammering them in. Mm. He couldn't use a hammer. He kept mm. missing the nail. It kept going sideways. Yeah. Then uh, then we were trying to, okay, well, here. So I jumped down there and did it. And uh, then we ha- had to do something else with the two by fours. We were having him screw some, you know, stuff in, whatever, just using a drill drywall screws whatever mm-hmm. he couldn't put in a uh an inch and a quarter drywall screw um and those are short yeah they're short yeah and they're really sharp uh anyone that doesn't know those are probably you know drywall screws are probably the easiest to get started because yeah. the point yeah. is so sharp and the uh, yeah. threads are so wide yeah, so no, it yeah grips really easy right yeah um so anyway he couldn't he kept the drill kept going off to the sides all over the place. I was like, bro, are, do, do you know how to use a drill? And he wouldn't say anything. I'm like, it's okay. If you don't just, you got to tell us so I can show you. So I had him, I gave him a scrap piece of wood, a little two by four. I gave him a, I just grabbed a handful of drywall screws and threw them on a, on the bin. I said, uh, screw all those into this board. That that's yeah. your practice. He couldn't do two of them. I don't like he couldn't get the uh the balance of uh the right pressure. Yeah, I'm pushing it down into it. Yeah. And and making yeah. sure that it's not like he kept yeah. going off to the side. Yeah. I was like, bro. I mean, I mean don't get me wrong, we have that, but <laughs> it is I mean it's gonna happen, isn't it? You're never gonna get every screwing perfect, but yeah, no, 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 no he literally like. could not do one. He couldn't get one in. Oh, okay. In like 30 minutes, I was trying to, I'm going, what? I don't like, yeah, I don't know how to show him any better. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, dude, anyway, so that's, that's good. You know, he, but he never had any training, you know, growing up and his dad wasn't around. He didn't, mm-hmm. uh, he never handled a drill, Yeah. but, um, which I mean, we wouldn't mind showing him. I but, mean, my dad's, my dad's, 
in my dad's garage he's got like a you know a workstation and stuff and when I was younger I basically you know how it's just you want to make stuff right that way and I just go in the garage and just start making something just because he had the tool if he didn't have the tools don't get me wrong I probably wouldn't have made half the stuff I'm going to show you something actually that I've made yeah yeah uh, and I actually made it through lockdown uh, and I don't know if you've played it, but you know, Call of Duty, yeah. you know, War, Warzone. Mm-hmm. I made the riot shield out of it, a one-to-one replica. Oh shit! That's what that is. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> cool, bro. Okay. Yeah. But um, the bottom of it uh, is basically uh, two millimeter thick uh, aluminium or aluminium, as you would say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, the top of it's basically a five millimeter thick polycarbonate, which I basically bent. As you can see, it's got like a curve to it. Um, yeah, and it's airsoft proof. I've never used it in an airsoft game. I want yeah. to use it in an airsoft game. The light works. The light is actually off of a. Um, I think it was off of a, a Land Rover or something like that. Oh, nice. Um, it it works. Uh, it's just that. I think I paid like 20 quid for it, basically. Um, it just needed a bit of paint. It looks exactly the same, almost exactly the same as the one off the game, but I couldn't get one that was bang on. Um, yeah, and I basically just made this. And this is one of the, the green bit is basically one of the, you know, the patch wall hangers, like the sheets that you yeah. can get. Like it's like Velcro. Uh-huh. All that is is basically that. And I basically just cut it to the shape and put the, like a, a rubber edge trim just to get rid of the sharp edges basically um right. and yeah it weighs about 14 kg so it's quite heavy you're not going <laughs> to run around with it all day but, right um yeah i just haven't used it in an airsoft game yet i've been meaning to um yeah it's cool dude but yeah yeah um, you'll have to go do you have a juggernaut suit no i don't but, or you know somebody that does you have to play as a juggernaut with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the light actually works. I can actually, I've, there's a box on the other side um, where uh, you can put a battery, like a uh, 11.1 volt LiPo battery or whatever. Oh, shit. Um, and that is so bright. That oh, is I'm brighter sure. than the light that I've got on me. It's, you know, it's off of a car, so it's really bright. Right. Um, but yeah. And then I also made this. Um, quite recently actually um, so this is a SEMA or CYMA grenade launcher, it's just like yep. a little pistol grenade launcher, so it doesn't come with a stock, it doesn't come with the extended barrel bit it's just this bit and I took oh the yeah, off. the little uh, shower gun, I've seen those that's it, uh-huh. yeah and uh, I took the handle off and basically made this out of, I think it's called um, Brazilian Oh, you probably know what it's called, but it's called Brazilian something wood. I can't think huh. what it is. Um, and it just basically makes a really nice glossy sheen Beautiful. on it. Yeah. So the reason why I did it is because I wanted it to be similar to the AK that I've got because that's an ENL AK74 essential, I think it's called. Um, yeah. And as you can see, I tried to get the wood almost the same. Oh, check that out, bro. Yeah, you did a good that. job. That looks... Almost identical. So, now how did you was, atta- how did you uh, make the end, uh, the one you're holding there? How did you make that yeah. 
the wood piece up uh, or fit onto the uh, gun on the back of the gun. Okay, so you so drilled it out. Yeah, there's a, a hole from there uh-huh. all the way to here. Yep, and then it's just a really long bolt right. that I just screwed to it. Um, and yeah, just it's like a really old school style grenade launcher. Yeah, it looks like the M79, uh, yeah. the one they used in Vietnam. Yeah, that's it. Uh huh. I've never, I've never used it. for meaning to. Um, it was one of those things where I was going to use it with the AK one day just because it matches. Um, I'm yet to make a video on it. I've got so many other guns that I'm yet to make videos on. Um, like gameplay videos, and I also put on the front of it this way out. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Now that how what did you make? Uh, or how'd you make the end there? Oh, that. Guess what that is? <laughs> Have a guess, God. It's a it's a Red Bull can. No, it's not. <laughs> I'll give you a piece of tube of some sort. It's huh? a, like a plastic tube. Oh, uh, I don't know. Pringles can? No, I knew you were going to say a Pringles can. <laughs> no, it's basically a silicon tube. Yeah. Yeah, so you know a silicon tube, like, like corking or... Oh, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Co- yeah. caulking, yep. Uh-huh. I basically silicon. just cut it and cut it there so it was so there was no, you know... Oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah. But the paint and on it makes it look like metal. I can actually squeeze it. So That's you know, awesome. But it, it doesn't affect anything. It, if anything, it's just really light. Yeah, it's more it's more heavy on the back because of the wood. But um, yeah, it's just good idea, man. That looks badass, bro. But it works. I fired it. It works. No different. Um, I just wanted to have a grenade launcher because this is um, the the original one, the, the pistol. Um, it's only about forty quid, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. 30, 38 quid, something like that. So I just thought, yeah, well, I mean, I'll buy one. And yet again, it was another project for me to make. And I just felt like doing it. The wood didn't cost me anything because we know a joiners. And they said to me, about, <laughs> I literally showed them a picture of the AK. Right? Yeah. And they said that it looks like Brazilian something wood, whatever it's called. Mm. Um, and they said, we've actually got a bit of that. I said, I don't need a lot. I only need an offcut that's that big. Right. And they said, what's it for? And I said, I'm going to make a grenade launcher. And they just looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so literally cost me three quid for the silicon tube. Nothing for that. I had to stain it and I actually, you know, clear coat. Um, that's got clear coat on it, which gives it that shine. Yep. Um, it had, I think, two coats of it. It could okay. probably be done with another one. It has got some of the 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 uh, the, the uh, sandpaper lines, which to be honest, I could have done a better job of smoothing them out. But I, I don't I know, man. I, it's going to get wrecked. So I was going to say, I like it because it you know it looks like the old style uh, yeah. weapon or whatever. So having the uh, having the stock be a little rough makes it look more authentic. Yeah, yeah. it it, it kind of looks like it's from. Well, like you say, from Vietnam, like right. You know, when when was Vietnam again? Sixties, seventies. Uh, yeah, the sixties. Uh huh. Seventies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's got the seventies look to it because it's that yeah. shiny type of wood. <laughs> so that, um, and then the other thing you have in your back there or behind you is a uh, Great Britain airsoft sights. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was a. I saw it on Facebook. Um, I can't think of his name now, but someone put on there that. Uh, Because this is the 2021 edition. Um, 
they said that they was going to compile all of the UK airsoft maps, yeah, sites on the map, uh, and they put like little pings. I might actually be able to move you closer to it so you can see. But there's all different sites all around England, oh, Wales, shit. Yeah. Scotland at the top. Um, and obviously, it's got all the names of them. That's awesome. But uh, as you can see, I've actually crossed some of them off where I've actually been. Uh-huh. I've put blue through the ones that I've been to, and then I've put blue and red. The blue means I've been to it, and the red means it's closed. So uh, okay. it's it's no longer open. But, right. Which is a bit crap, because there's quite a few sites on there that have closed since that I haven't had a chance to go to. Yeah. But I, I bought that, really, just one to keep track of where I've been. Uh, and I also put the number on at the side where the, the name is, just so I know how many times I've been. Um, just just something I wanted to do, really. But I think the poster was like 20 quid. So I thought, why not? And it's the 20, 2021 edition. And I messaged the person. I said, uh, will you do like a 2022 edition? Not that much will change anyway, apart from a couple of sites probably be added. Right. Um, and he said, no, I'll probably do one in 2025. Mm. So I thought, oh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, just that looks cool. Something I wanted to do. Uh, to be honest, what I want to do is I actually want to try, <laughs> I actually want to try and tick off every single site. Yeah, but to to do that, it's going to take years to do that. That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am. If you look at a map of the UK, I'm from uh, Wolverhampton, which is near Birmingham. Okay. Um, and so if you look at the centre of the UK. I'm there slightly to the left, but um, to to go to Scotland, I mean, just to get to the border of Scotland is three hours, yeah. and then to get to some of those sites up there, it's like five hours. That's where I got this from, Scotland. But <laughs> nice, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's just even even all the way down to the bottom where Cornwall is, and even where like London is. London's like I think a three hour drive. Maybe. Okay. Um. Yeah, it it'll be one of the things. I, I actually added it up how many sites there were. The average price to play at a field is about thirty quid, thirty five quid in the UK. Yeah. Um, you know, for like a day, like a skirmish. Um, and I worked it out. If I was to go to every single site on that map, yeah. it would cost me three and a half grand. <laughs> 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 and then I've got to get fuel to get there too. Exactly. And probably stay in a hotel overnight. Yep. And do that. So it, you're talking easily three times that price. Listen, Mental. bro. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Well, if that's something you want to do, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do, okay? You're going to do, or what you could do, is uh, 
do one of those travel vlog YouTube channels mm. where you do the whole video thing, whatever, you know, maybe go live here and there on your uh, YouTube yeah, channel yeah. Uh, while you're going to these, you know, each site um, and, and make the whole video from that, you know, the trip or whatever, just broken up into small yeah. sections, you know, like just do everything on your phone. Uh, so you don't have to sit down and edit, you know, 20 hours of video, yeah. just do all that shit. And then, uh, it would just be the travel log. Yeah. I mean, it's something I have actually thought about doing to be fair. I, I don't know whether I'd upload it to a separate channel though. I'd probably keep it on the same one. Yeah. But, keep it on your airsoft one. Yeah. 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 Um, That'd be cool. Yeah. I know what you mean to do like Instagram lives and stuff. And, yeah. 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 It's one of well, I say if you if you start doing that, man, those are popular. A lot of people like those um, travel vlog kind of videos. Then uh, you know maybe about when you're get about twenty or thirty or forty of them, you know, put up or whatever, or you know you've gone to that many. I, I maybe your you channel will start uh, paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, I can't believe um, you know Instagram Reels. Yeah. I can't believe how many views they get. It's unreal. I can't believe even even YouTube Shorts. Yeah. The 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 views because the thing is not everyone. If you put a post up on Instagram or whatever or a video up on YouTube, yeah, you can see the views on YouTube, but on Instagram you can't. You only see the likes. But now that they've done reels, you can see. Oh yeah. Like, how many people have watched the reel? Right. And you look at the 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 views compared to the likes. It's like you get say fifty likes, but you've had five hundred people watch the the reel right and it, it's just mental because you don't realize how many people are actually watching uh what you're putting up do you know what uh -huh. I mean? so i've been trying to do more reels basically rather than posts on instagram gotcha. it gives you an idea on how many people are watching yeah um so yeah but I yeah that's believe. true because your posts if they don't like it if they don't actually go on there and click the like button yeah. Then you don't really know if they've like how many people have seen it. Yeah. Huh. That's true. So you're examples. doing Okay. Now you're you're doing that on your um Instagram. Force of Fury? Yeah. The reels? Okay. Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah, it is crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, um I put a I was at a game um, a couple of months ago now, uh, and I was with, um, but well, I, I was with some of the people on my team, um, on Force of Fury, and there was uh, a person who's quite well known in the UK called Names Nico. Yes, um, he plays there a bit. He's quite well known. Yeah, I, um, I follow him. Yeah, and I put a reel up with his tag on it. Bear in mind, this is one of the very first reels that I did, and it got something like. 450 views within 24 hours just because I tagged him. Yep. Mental. Mental. Don't yeah, know. That's I don't crazy, know right? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but now I've noticed that where I've started uploading more, I think the algorithm with like YouTube and Instagram starts to kick in after a bit. Hmm. After you start uploading stuff continuously. Yeah. Because that's what they like. They like they like to have continuous uploads or just something just to get your name out there yeah. and then i think if someone watches your video and then likes it or even if they just watch it i think it 
appears more in their in their algorithm. Yeah. So they know that say like Instagram or YouTube, they know that that person watched your video from before. It'll pop up again with another one of your recent uploads. Yeah. Because they watched the other one. Yeah. So it, it's it's good it's good how it works. But at the same time I do think it's a bad thing because I have it where say like on um Instagram or on YouTube there's people that I follow that I actually genuinely like to watch. And if I sort of not watch them for a week, it doesn't recommend their videos to me anymore. Yep. And that's a bit annoying because you forget about them. Yeah. And then about three, <laughs> I know. four, five months, that'll go past. And then you suddenly find a video. Oh, I forgot about them. And yep. then you watch it and there's like 20 videos that you've missed. And it's it's the worst thing. But Dude, I go on yeah. uh, sometimes – because of that, I go when I look at the top, you know, I'm on my phone, look at Instagram at the top where everybody's stories are. Yeah. I'll actually just, you know, once a week, I'll just, I won't even click on the first one. I'll just go like this and go oh, like I this, but just swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe until I get to the, you know, I don't, I don't ever, ever make it to the end because I'm following like over a thousand, you know, yeah, that's whatever. The same as me. So uh, I get as far as I can to where I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this person in a while. Then I'll start there yeah, um, just to try to get a different kind of feed. Uh, so I'm not getting the same because eventually you get the same three or four people uh, right in line. One, two, three, That's four it. on your stories. And I'm like, bro, I'm following all these people. I know I haven't. Where's this person? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've got a question. Am I at the start of it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let me see. Let's find out. That's a good question. Let's find out where you're at in the in the ranks. Not. You ain't shit. No. Let's see. Uh all right. Who do we got? Drop dead. Oh yeah. Uh Airsoft Girls, Slovakia. Yeah. King Lobo, Mr. Off Topic. All right, let's see where you're at. Jammer Actual. I'm like 600. <laughs> Airsofter Sam. Um, Merchant of Death. Call Sign Joker. Bro, Mo Bros Airsoft. I mean, I'm following. Let me see how many people I'm following. Hold on. Uh, and this is what I hate. Okay. This is what I hate. Uh, I get when I, when I click on my profile, it says bring people to your profile. This little notification at the top, okay. Mm. So it offers for me to boost a post. Yeah, I I haven't been able to do. I've been banned from boosting a post for like fucking six months, and mm. they still put this thing on here, bro. Get out of here. Anyway. So I am following, let me see if I can show you on screen here. Turn the brightness way down. Yeah. Oh, it's probably going to be backwards. Yeah, I can still see it though, yeah. Uh, 21. Yeah. It's not backwards, I can see it, yeah. Oh, it's not backwards, good. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, I want to focus. It... It's 2,100 it... people Yeah. that I'm following. Yeah. So for me to get to the end of that, bro. See, I so I don't know me, how would I, I think, find where you're at on the list. I would just have to scroll through, right? Oh, you, yeah, you just have to scroll through it. Yeah, you'd oh, probably be there for ages. 
Well, because yeah. I just started following you not long ago. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's funny because you and me are probably in the same boat because you know we both want to get known and get noticed and stuff, and we're we're doing the same thing. We're just following everyone just to try and get some followers back, and it's the same thing for me. But, yeah, I follow. Um, so when I first, uh, so I'll follow people that I find through talking with somebody like you so i started following anyone well first off if anyone follows me i follow them back so i don't care if they have you know if if it's like a legit account not the fake ones where it comes up and shows you know some chick in a bikini and she's got zero followers zero posts and zero whatever like or you know she's whatever (laughs) i'm like bro you're your fake ass account um (laughs) <laughs> but uh but anybody that's legit you know you can tell is it's got a legit thing i don't care if they have 10 followers or 10 posts whatever uh yeah. i'll just click follow back whatever because a lot of times i'll i'll invite people to be on the uh, podcast and um so i don't really i don't really care if i'm following more people than i'm than i than than are following yeah. me i don't i don't yeah, really yeah. whatever mm. yeah it's funny because when um, when I first found out about you, um, you know, you did the one with Kicking Mustang. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to, I think, I think I was about three videos before that one came out, and okay. that was when I started listening to you. Gotcha. And I, uh, I thought to myself, shit, I want to, I want to get on this podcast. To be honest, yeah. Because you, you know, you're just basically getting anyone who's an airsofter pretty much on the Absolutely. podcast. Yeah. So I just thought I, I want to try and get involved with that and then i started listening to a couple others and then all of a sudden you released the one with kicking mustang and i i listened to that one and then since then i've literally listened to every single one. Oh, jesus uh well the thing is it's one of those things mate, where i need stuff to listen to when i'm at work yeah because I, I do the same thing at work yeah, yeah. but um yeah as uh, so i just thought to myself you know i want to get on the podcast and here i am finally yeah dude that's cool <laughs> Hell yeah. And I am I am sorry for messing you about for like the past three weeks trying to get on. <laughs> I can't I can't help it. Flipping internet went the other week. And then what was the other thing as well? Oh yeah, I was ill. I had a cold. Yeah. Um oh that's fine, bro. Like I said, yeah. um, you know, these are that's normal. This uh so when uh, I thought it was funny though, because you were, you know, you we were really trying to get one set up, and then you're like, uh no, my internet's fucked. So yeah. <laughs> and then the, the, the time difference as well that doesn't help yeah it's it's always a uh you know that's always something i got to work out luckily yeah. because of the work i do i'm like this morning uh i went in an hour early to work because i was trying to get some stuff done i don't have to mm-hmm. um because i don't you know I'm, i don't get paid hourly uh with the side jobs we're doing it's um you know as long as and i know how to I know I'm painting right now. That's all I'm doing. We already did all the prep work. Uh, so all I'm doing right now is painting. Um, it's just a really odd shaped house. So when uh, it's an old Tudor style, I guess they call it, but uh, it's got an upstairs, uh, two bedroom upstairs, but the the main living room goes, the main wall goes straight up. The peak 
it goes all the way up. It's like a lot of wasted space, um, mm-hmm. old old style, and uh, and so it's probably thirty feet um, inside, you know, all the way up. So I've got to get you know a ladder up in there where I'm yeah. you know able to spray or roll or whatever. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. But yeah, luckily, you know, with that kind of work, I can, uh, with, when I do podcasts with people that are, you know, in different countries and different time zones, <clears throat> I can, uh, I'll go in earlier to get more shit done. And then I leave early like so I did, did get, today. So you get a day rate, right, basically. Like yeah. A daily rate. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, that's what basically I get as well. Yeah. Um, that's really common with this kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's. It's a bit. I think it's a bit unfair if you charge. I mean, at the end of the day, anyone can still do it, but it's a bit unfair if you charge an hourly rate doing construction because it's like it. I don't know. It's 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 one of those things where it's like it can. You know what it's like. A job can take longer than it, you think it's going to take, or yep. it can take longer than the person who is employing you to do the job thinks it's going to take. Um. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, the incentive is, you know, you, you want to get it done quicker, but, uh, you know, hourly, I feel like hourly is, it's such a shitty way to get paid anyway. Um, it's a, it's a, it puts the employee and the employer at opposite ends. Like the employee wants to make, you know, they want to ride the clock because they want more hours, but then they're tired of being there. So they're like, I don't want to drag this job out because I'm yeah. tired of being here, but yeah. I need to because I need the hours. Yeah. It, uh, bro, it's just a, it's a bad system. Yeah. I, I, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, it's your dad. You know, he probably pays you well. He doesn't. It pays me minimum wage. And that's <laughs> what I get. <laughs> You're okay, shit. He okay. Might, <laughs> he, he might, he might buy me dinner. Okay. But that's probably it. <laughs> yeah it's oh yeah so how did you that. come up how did you come up with uh did you come up with uh force of fury the name and the uh, logo thing no nope. um it was basically um steve who is the he started the team mm-hmm. um you should get some of the other force of fury members on this podcast by the way yeah um but it was uh, if you go on the page, you'll see some of the pictures of them, and just message them, just ask them if they were prepared to be on the podcast. Um, but it was Steve, and he started the channel, uh, the channel, sorry, the team, um, and he basically started playing at some places. I think it was West Midlands Airsoft, and it was called the Fob. Um, West Midlands Airsoft is the company, gotcha. um, and uh, the Fob is the site. And basically, I think he started just playing with some people and just said to him, do you want to make a team? And then he started making a team. Yeah. And before you knew it, when I joined the team, which was nearly two years ago now, uh, I think there was about 36 people on the team. Damn. And it was quite, yeah, it was quite big. But put it this way, since I've been playing, I've only met about, I think about 12, 13, 14 some of them haven't been playing. I mean, COVID hasn't helped. Right. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's one of them things where we actually had to slim the team down a bit because there was too many people. But also, 
um, Steve uh, had a girlfriend who yeah. worked at a airsoft retailer in the UK called JD Airsoft, and they're based in Cannes, which is not far from where I live. Gotcha. Um, and they sponsor us as a team. Okay. Um, and that, we got the sponsorship through his girlfriend basically mm-hmm. working there. Um, and, you know, he said, I want to get a team together. Can we get like a sponsor or something with JDS? They said, yeah. Um, and pretty much I sort of pitched the idea to them that I wanted to start doing the YouTube side of it because obviously I used to do music videos, so I know how to edit. Mm-hmm. I know sound engineering. I know everything like that. Um, I've got the software. As you know, I stopped doing the music. Yeah. Um, so I, I still got all the software on, like the editing software and stuff on my computer. Um, I just thought to myself, why not? Might as well just start making some proper airsoft YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm doing now. We're just seeing where it goes. But hell yeah, it's you know, it's it's getting there now. Um, I think uh, I can't say just yet, but I think. Because Steve said to me, um, he said to me, do you want to take over the social media side of it? Because where he works, he works more hours than me pretty much. And he said, I just don't get time to do anything. Yeah. He has, I haven't even I haven't even seen him play for, I think it's been like five months now he hasn't played. Mm. So he said, uh, could you want to take it over? Um, and I just said, yeah. So I, uh, I basically made the new uh, Instagram page, which is the one that you see Um, I already had the YouTube channel everything's here and JD I went into JD one day um, and they said to me they said you've got a golden ticket here where we sponsor you they're one of the UK's like major retailers for airsoft stuff Mm. Um, everyone knows who they are Um, and they just said you've got a golden ticket here you know and I just said how about if I start doing some YouTube stuff and I said, yeah, we're up for it. So uh, I'm actually, I'm actually yet to go to the shop and do some gun reviews and stuff. Gotcha. Um, so you'll probably see more and more of that soon, but it's, it's one of those things again, where it's just, I just don't get the time. Yeah. That's cool to till, do though. They're, they're open till five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but obviously uh, I finish work. I finish work at like three, four. Right. And they're 45 minute drive from me. Then I've got to record something. Yep. So my only day is a Saturday. They're shut on Sundays, um, and they're shut on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, so Saturday is the only day. But as you can imagine, Saturday is their busiest day. Yep. So it's going to be hard to do. But I'm going to start doing some stuff soon. Yeah. For them, um, I'm not employed by them. Right. Just get. I'm just putting that out there. I'm not employed by them. Right. Um, all the reviews that I do will be honest reviews. I said to him, I'm going to be honest, if I'm reviewing like the airsoft stuff, do you want it to be like an honest review or do you, do you want me to make some sales for you and just say everything's good about it? <laughs> and they said as far as, oh, signal's gone. Oh, there we go. Uh, now you're back. You yep. Where, where, what um, state are you in again? Uh, South Carolina. So if you've South been to Carolina. Florida, I'm yeah, uh, two far. states about that. Yeah. Yeah. Not far, yeah. I, I vaguely know my states. Um, my cousin uh, got married to a girl in uh, Texas. I can't think of the uh, town. Um, 
Uh, Houston, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he uh, he got a, is it a green, no, not a green card. Uh, he had to go out there basically for, well, he had to get married within 90 days. Um, and he had to have a job already waiting for him mm. for him to get the, is it, uh, is a visa in it? Oh, the visa. the visa. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, like a work visa or some shit. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now that he's married, um, I, I don't know whether he's got to stay out there for so long before he can call himself an American citizen. Yeah, I'm not but, sure. Yeah, I think it's 10 years, I think. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, is it five or is it 10? I can't I don't remember. Fuck, dude. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've been I've been out of the country, uh, you know, a couple times, uh, and it was all through the military. So there, I didn't have to do shit. I don't have a passport. I never had to get a passport. Um yeah. They give me orders. You go over here and get on this plane. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I don't know any of this stuff with um, having to go through. And I went to Mexico a bunch of times. I've been to Mexico probably 25 times uh, when, I, when we were stationed yeah. at, uh, yeah, I was stationed at Camp Pendleton <laughs> in California. It was only like 40 minute drive <clears throat> to uh, Tijuana, you know, to the border. <clears throat> so when you go to Tijuana, bro. This is uh, 1991, okay? Tijuana, would you get a, a fucking full-ass draft beer for 25 cents? <laughs> I'm, I'm not even... It was you know quarter what? beers. <laughs> you know what, right? Um, my cousin's now wife that came uh, over for uh, my other cousin's wedding, um, she was here and she was talking about... Well, she was talking about a few things, to be honest. The differences between, like, here in the UK and, and in America. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you lot complain about fuel prices out there. You should come here <laughs> because it's like, what is the fuel prices right now out there for you? For uh, where I'm at right now, meal? it's uh it's $3 and it's just over three. That's $3 and three cents. That's for a gallon. Yeah. For a gallon. So that's five liters in a gallon. And we pay at one point about, Four months ago, we were paying nearly two pounds a litre. That's 10 Holy pounds a gallon. Shit. Yeah, yeah. That was the peak of it. Now it's about, for petrol, it's pound sixty, and for diesel, it's about pound eighty. I've got a petrol car now, um, and that's a litre. So you think it's bad out there? I mean, oh, I know you drive around in five <laughs> So it's a bit different. I know yeah. you consume it a bit more. but <laughs> Damn. I mean that. I mean, we. I've got a hybrid. I've got a Hyundai Tucson, which is okay. a hybrid. Um, what, what kind? I, of, what kind of car is it? A Hyundai. Yeah, a Hyundai, as you would say. Yeah, yeah. A Hyundai, <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, it, it's a hybrid, and I can fill it up on petrol uh, all the way, and with a full battery, I can get four hundred and ninety miles out of it. Damn, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, if is. I'm not if I'm not throttling it, putting my foot down all the time right. in it, it's really good on fuel. Um, but yeah, I think hybrids nowadays are going to be the the way forward. You're going to get your Tesla fanboys. You're going to get all your electric cars. Say, I want I want a Tesla, bro. But I just want to try one out. I've been in I've been in a in the in a Birmingham um, where the the nearest Tesla main dealer is. Um, 
you could have a free test drive um and all you had to do is show them your driving license um you had to book it and you can book an hour slot and you can have whichever tesla you want and i went with the tesla model 3 performance which in the uk is about sixty thousand pounds um and it does not to 16 like three seconds and i will never be a quickest in a i'll never be in a quicker car in my life because i got in it um i was i was with my girlfriend and where the tesla main dealer is it's it's a it's a one way it's like on an island like a roundabout oh yeah um and as you pull out it's one of them it's one of them junctions where you've really got to look but you basically got to look in the the boot of your car or mm-hmm. the trunk and to to see what cars are coming gotcha and I, my girlfriend said, am I clear? And she said, after this one, yeah, the car went past. I put my foot down thinking there'd be a slight delay. I was at the back of the car so <laughs> quick. <laughs> it is unreal. And I just, I, it felt like I was driving it like this. And like the steering is so responsive. Really? And the, th- the throttle is so responsive. The brakes are mental. Um, they're so sharp. Yeah. Um, I think that's just because it's an electric and it just has to be a bit more responsive. Um, but honestly, if you get the chance to go out on a test drive in the Model 3 performance, I mean, yeah, yeah. you've got the the more uh, expensive and like they do 0 to 60 in two seconds. Like I think the Plaid does it. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, for affordability wise, for 60 grand. You're basically getting a hypercar for naught to sixty in three seconds. It will smoke any car on the road. It's That's so unreal. crazy, dude. Yeah, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've, have you seen have you seen the the uh, like the drag strips that you have uh, in America? Yeah, where uh, it's like a, a Tesla pulls up and it's like up against the flipping supercharged five liter V eight Mustang or no way uh, Dodge or whatever. Get it's out. Just, it just smokes it. <laughs> really? Unreal. What? Yeah, I watched them. Yeah. That's go fucking on, go nuts. On YouTube, go on YouTube and watch them. They're mental. The 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 speed that they have it is it you know you know the opening scene to Star Wars when all the stars just like go. Yeah. They, when they go to the they, like they do that. Lines. Yeah. Yeah. You, Tesla... you get in it and it's it's like that. Versus uh <laughs> Oh, here's Tesla versus Lamborghini. Hellcat. It, yeah. Okay, let's yeah. see here. Let's see if I can move this. <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna sh- I'm gonna click on this real quick. Hold on. By the That's way, crazy dude. By the way, we need to do another podcast because okay. I could keep talking about so much other stuff. Honestly, if you, well, you want to do another one at some point, <laughs> well, I usually do have uh, people on a second time. Well, yeah, we'll watch that one later because I want to hear about uh, I want to hear about your your airsoft stuff. And uh, yeah, I know you showed off your um, your AK seventy four and your cool ass riot shield. <laughs> uh, so yeah, how did you get started into airsoft and? Uh, and and by the way, I've seen on your um, your Instagram you had uh, you have a picture with is that Marcus? Uh, Marcus? Maybe not. I don't. It looks a lot like uh, 
some of the guys I've talked with already. Freelance. Do you what what uh, field do you play at? What's your home field? Do you know what? Honestly, we don't actually we don't actually have a, a home field. To be honest, we honestly just play wherever we feel like going. Yeah. We have a group chat. We basically have a group chat on Facebook, all the team, and we just we just put in there anyone fancy. I know this this is another reason why I have this map behind me because I will just look at a map, point at one, and just say, "Do you want to go there?" And if enough people say yeah, we go. If we, if some people say no, then we don't go. But you go somewhere else. Yeah, just see how it goes. Just, but to be fair, um, most most of the sites are in the West Midlands that we go to. Um, okay. We try not to travel too far. You know, probably an hour's drive, hour and a half is probably yeah. enough. But I've I've travelled further than that. I've been to Liverpool. Um, I've been to uh, Luton, which is just outside London. Um, mm. I want to go to a few further afield that are like, they're, they're an overnight stay, but the sites are really good from what I've seen on YouTube. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the, uh, what are the names of the ones? Um, I'm looking at my Instagram now, which, dri- which one is it? Driverwood. I don't know. I thought I recognized uh, some of the guys you were playing with, but um the uh yeah i guess that's not so the one um let's see all the all the pictures are the ones of um the people on the team so gotcha. if, if okay if it's if it's a picture of someone it's they're on the team we don't have pictures of people that aren't on the team on the I gotcha. yeah okay yeah one of those guys uh looks a lot like um one, uh, somebody I did a podcast with recently and they, you know, so many of people I've talked with in the UK play at the same fields, um, you know, in similar areas, you know, but yeah. then again, I've talked to a lot of people in the UK all over. So, yeah, I was, uh, I, I was listening to um, one a couple of days ago. It was the one, I can't think of his name, but he's from, he's from, he's from up North in the UK. Um, mm. And he was talking about, he was talking about um, Peaky Blinders. Oh, um, McGaz. Yeah. Yeah. McGaz actual. Yeah. Yeah. And he's from near Manchester, I think. Right. I can't remember. Yeah. I he can't, he was making, he said, you know, he's somewhere outside of Burnley. Burnley. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Burnley. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you were talking about accents and oh, he yeah. said the Birmingham accent is the worst one. Now, <laughs> My accent isn't from Birmingham before you tell me. <laughs> I know I'm like, I'm about 20 miles. I live 20 miles from Birmingham. Okay. But the the accent, don't let anyone tell you that anywhere near Birmingham on the outskirts, that accent is not Birmingham. Mm. Okay. Because I can literally travel from where I live now. Okay. I can go from here to Birmingham. And there is probably four different accents in between. That's so crazy, bro. Literally every five miles you travel, it's a different accent, especially That's... around it. the the Midlands, the West Midlands. Yeah. Cent- Central. It, it's completely different. Um, but it's all, it's like that to be honest, everywhere, pretty much around the UK. Yeah. Um, but they reckon that 
a fun fact. In fact, I've got two fun facts. Hell yeah. Uh, the first thing is apparently the uh, black country accent, which is where I live. Yeah. Um, the black country. The reason why it's called the black country is because back in, I think it was like the 1900s, early 1900s, this area, it was the most industrial. It, it was, I think, um, I think we made the first iron bridge made of iron. Nice. Um, and it's in a place called Iron Bridge. Yeah. Um, and it was the first uh, engineered bridge to use iron. And basically, it was the industrial, not town, but like area of the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called the Black Country for that reason, because the smog that from all the chimneys. Right. Um, that's that's the reason why it's called the Black Country. Uh-huh. My dad's from my dad's originally from London, and my dad's from Dudley. Uh, my mom's from Dudley. Sorry. Um, and they met on holiday in Spain. Oh shit. <laughs> Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so my my dad decided to move up from London to Dudley, um, and then we live where we live now in Wolverhampton. Um, but the uh, the fun fact I was going to say was um, Shakespeare and the way he speaks and the way he used to rhyme things or the way he used to speak. Apparently, the Black Country accent is the nearest scientifically and literally i can't think of the word it's it's the most closest thing to the way shakespeare used to speak oh and i don't know whether it's true but this is what someone told me yeah and they said that they heard it on the news or something i don't know studies show it was it's the nearest thing to it or whatever as so seen on tv <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was the first fact yeah. Second fact is uh, in Dudley, um, there is a place called Netherton, which is another place where uh, West Midlands Airsoft have another site. It's a CQB site. I did a video. If you go on my channel, you'll see it's the black and white one where it says Airsoft CQB. Um, mm. That was I filmed that one at West Midlands Airsoft at their CQB site in Netherton. Yeah. And in Netherton, there is a um, a one to one. Uh, uh, recreation of the anchor going back to the, the the days when they used to industrial revolution and all that stuff. Yeah, um, you know the Titanic. Well, the anchor that was on the Titanic, yeah, was made in Netherton, and they have a one-to-one recreation of the anchor. Uh, it's not on a roundabout, but it's like in a. It's literally like in a high street. Oh yeah, um, they've got a one-to-one recreation of the anchor um, in person. It's got to be huge. So it's not that big, actually. To be honest, it's probably really? about. <laughs> I've never got out and measured it, but <laughs> it's probably yeah. about. So you about... you see it from the road, like when you're driving by it, basically. Yeah, it's painted white. It looks really nice. Mm. Um, I, I'd say it's probably about. Oh, do you know what? I can't really if you if you stood next to it, it's but... bigger than you, though. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, okay, it's, it's it's probably about twenty foot cubed, mm. so twenty foot by twenty foot and twenty foot high. Right. I'd say it's about that. If I'm being honest, I can't think. 
because you know it's like when you drive past something you, you never really yeah it's it. hard to, yeah until you get out and like walk up to it and <laughs> yeah. stand next to it it's hard to tell yeah but just a fun fact i thought you might want to know oh that's cool yeah dude but, um, yeah i didn't know yeah. that mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh basically well this well obviously you've listened to some of the podcasts because uh you know that I like learning new shit on here. So. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, cool, yeah. man. I really do, uh, and and that's why I really enjoy talking with. Um, I really enjoy talking with uh, newer, maybe not newer airsofters. You know, airsofters have been playing for a long time, but uh, younger channels, maybe. You know, like um, because uh, there's so many airsofters out there that I've found. And, uh, and I like learning, you know, especially when they're in different countries, I love learning about their, their culture and what, you know, whatever, you know, there's always, there's always the, the human beings are pretty much, you know, we, we all have these same, you know, a lot of similarities or whatever throughout different countries, even with cultures and everything, uh, like the, the only child thing, right. If that if that was, you know, if you were in America, you'd have the same issues, bro. You'd have the same family members. Yeah. It'd be like, you're spoiled, you know, whatever. Uh, that's a really common thing. You have the middle child uh, syndrome or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's yeah. we're all the same in that and in, in a lot of different respects like that. But yeah, yeah, I do like learning all these different things from uh from these different countries. Well, if you heard the, uh, the McGass one where we were talking about Peaky Blinders, he was talking about that where he was, you know, he snuck on set, you know? Yeah. I heard uh, yeah, yeah, dude. That's cool. You know, it's quite, it's quite funny because the Peaky Blinders is based in Birmingham back in the day. Yeah. Um, another fun fact. <laughs> um, we did some work for some people that my dad's known now for like 20 years. Um, they did a thing where, you know, I don't know if you have it in America, but you can, uh, like, you give a sample of your DNA and it goes mm. to a lab. So, like, just a bit of saliva or blood or something. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. I think it's about 80 quid to have, have it done. Um, and it's I think it's called Ancestry. Yep. History Ancestry. Yeah. They have a couple of them. Ancestry, they have uh, 23 and Me or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think they did that. And turns out that they had a relative. I mean, bear in mind these people that we did the work for, they're like, I think they're in their 70s. Mm. So they're, you know, quite, quite old now. But back in the day, I don't know what, I don't know when, I don't, I've, believe it or not, I've never watched Blinders. I've never watched it. Because never watched Piggy Blinders? It's just one of them things. How I've dare never you? Watched it. Yeah, How I live, dare you? I live 20 miles away from where it was based. You're, you're horrible. <laughs> But um, they are actually related to someone, I don't know his name, but to someone who was in the real-life Peaky Blinders. Oh, that's cool. Because mm, it's based off a true story. Right. And, you know, some something that actually happened, like, a, a, I don't know, is it a gang that actually were a thing? Yeah. Um, and they are related to someone, and they in the kitchen, they've got a mugshot of the Peaky Blinder. Oh, that's cool. Um, in uh, I don't know if it was in like a cell, but you know, like when you hold the thing and it's got like the oh, the, the uh, mugshot <clears throat> that's it, yeah, right. Um, so yeah, it's another fun fact for me. That's cool, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. 
yeah, I didn't. That was a good show. Out. See, I like I like shows like that that are kind of uh, you know they're fictional, but they're also a little bit uh, you know based on similar events or you know similar people and in that same area. I love yeah. I love watching shit like that. Yeah, it's one of the things. I mean, it, where it's, if it, if it's based on something like where you live, you don't really take any interest in it because you live there. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Uh, whereas like whereas like cops you know i'll watch cops <laughs> right oh <laughs> yeah no shit right i know whenever yeah. we see uh on that whenever we see um columbia south carolina we're like uh about an hour and a half drive mm. uh mm. away from columbia south carolina and uh we'll see that on there like oh we recognize those police <laughs> yep <laughs> Yeah, I tell you what, I used to like watching. I don't know if you've seen it, South Beach Toe. What is it? Have you ever seen South Beach Toe in Florida? Um, uh, have you never watched it? South Beach. Yeah, South Beach Toe. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's like it's like a um, they tow cars away. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. You, you I, I haven't seen, seen that one. I have seen those where they do the uh, yeah. repos. Yeah, it's right? kind of like that. Yeah. 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 That 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 was something that was quite good, but they stopped they stopped filming it. I think in like twenty nineteen, I think oh, okay. they stopped filming it. Um, yeah, man, that was a good that's a good series. I wish they'd make more. I hate that when when they stop making stuff and dude, do you want to watch it for real? Yeah. Now, okay, but, so you're you're younger, but uh, you listen to that podcast with Miguel, and we were talking about uh uh the show called the young ones yeah had you ever heard of that i've heard a bit i've never okay. watched it though gotcha yeah i mean it's, it's way before a... your time for sure i was gonna but... say that's before my time yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um i didn't i didn't answer your question though about how i started there so right um i uh i basically just it was one of the things where you're a teenager started playing call of duty just wanted to own the guns in real life being in the uk you can't own a gun um and yeah so the nearest thing to it one-to-one of like an m4 is airsoft mm-hmm. so started collecting them about 2008 i think um i've done how old it was 14 um and because obviously in in the uk you have to have them two-toned so they have to be painted like orange right blue greens it has to be like 50 percent of the gun has to be painted mm-hmm. for you to legally be able to buy it so i do that and then i go to halfords which is like a car repair shop and they do spray paint um oh shit and i just spray it black because why not <laughs> it's not it's it's not illegal to do it you right can do it after you've purchased it gotcha but, um as long as you don't brandish it in public yeah then it, it's fine but I started doing that um it got to the point where i collected quite a few of them um and i started doing airsoft in 2014 um so what was that 2008 2014 yeah um because that was when i turned 18 and i actually started driving in 2014 gotcha so i thought to myself i'll just take myself to a game and i went to the first game and did a couple and then I actually stopped playing for about two, two 
years, yeah, about two years. And then I met my girlfriend in 2017. And then I said, because she knew that I had the, the airsoft guns and he didn't freak her out or nothing. Because um, her dad's actually got a shotgun. Um, and he goes clay pigeon shooting. Oh, okay. Um, so he didn't really freak her out. She's grown up with guns. Yeah. Um, and basically she said, well, I said to her, do you want to come to an airsoft game with me? And she, I said, I used to do it. You know, but I kind of stopped and I want to go to another one now. Um, you know how his life gets in the way. Sure. Um, and then we just went to a game and it was good and then just carried on playing since then. And then COVID happened. <laughs> and then fucking COVID, bro. Jesus. <laughs> Shut everything down. Have, have you ever have you ever caught COVID? Uh-uh. You've never had it? Never. No, I I don't know. I I mean Oh, I've, do you have the test? You didn't have the test, do you? Uh, fuck that test. I ain't getting tested. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been um, tested. Uh, and listen, bro, I've never had a shot. Same for me. Not one shot since I've been out of the military. I got out of the military in 93, 94. Yeah. So uh, no flu shot, no motherfucking yeah. nothing, bro. I've, nothing. Uh, I've, I've had nothing. Um, I have the, in the UK because they bought the vaccine out for it. Um, they are now on their fifth jab. So if you've had the first one and the second one and the third one, they're now on the fifth one and they're giving it to like the over 80s or yeah. whatever. Um, and I just haven't had a jab at all because when they first bought it out, I just, it was it, in the UK, I don't know if you had it um, in America, but there was, there, was a, there was some anti-vaxxers and then there was people that were up for the vaccine and I just said I didn't want it because there's probably going to be some people that are listening to this now that saying that are saying that I'm wrong. But at the end of the day, it's a free country; you can do what Who you cares. Want yeah. Um, I just didn't want to have it because I feel like COVID. It's only been out for so long. At the time, it was only it had only been out for what six months, and they brought a vaccine out. And I thought to myself, I don't want to have a vaccine that hasn't been tested over. A long Bro. period of time, like 20, 30 years. No, who's to say? Who's to say that it 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 could cause a type of cancer, or it could That's bring a, down a certain type of. I said it was going to start the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, all that. <laughs> <laughs> but hell yeah. But um, when did I have it? Um, no, I didn't. I, I didn't get that either. We had the same thing here. Uh, there was yeah. a huge thing about the you know people for and against wearing the mask. Yeah for and against yeah. uh getting the jab yeah. uh you yeah. know just all the all kind of shit going on with that and yeah you know so i mean the, i i uh, i haven't had a jab and i caught it this year um and we've got the little test i've still actually got the positive test do you yeah. want to show you it do you want to show you it sure why not hold on give me a second all right okay so Look, looks like a is... pregnancy test <laughs> What'd you have to do? Stick it up your butt? <laughs> it does as well. Um, so basically, this is what it looks like. Wherever you can see it's the light. Let me turn the light off. You might be able to see it now. Yeah, there so, we go. On it, there is two lines. Can you see the two lines in the middle? Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, the if you what you had to do is you had to get a um a, like a swab. And you had to either, there was a few different ones that they did. You either had to uh, stick it up your nose right. and twist it for 10 seconds. 
Um, and then there was one where you had to put it back your throat and do the same thing, or there was both. So you put your nose and your throat. Obviously, you want to put it the back of your throat first before you stick it up your nose. <laughs> How many but, people got that one backwards? <laughs> oh, Jesus. But um, I, well, my, my girlfriend caught it first, and she's the same as me. She hasn't had no jabs, and she uh, is asthmatic. And she caught it uh, before me, and I caught it two days after. Yeah. And basically, you have to stick one of those up your nose or in your throat, and then you have to put it in a tube with a little bit of liquid in, I don't know what it is, um, and then you squeeze it into the little trough at the bottom, um, four drops or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then what will happen is it fills up here, and then it will come up within, I think it's about two to three minutes, mm-hmm. the two lines come up. If you get the one line at the top, it's negative. If you get both the lines, it's positive. And basically what happened was the uh, the first day my girlfriend had it, obviously we'd been in the room and stuff together and you know how it is. You just stay in the same bed and whatnot. And yeah. I just thought to myself, well, if you've got it, I'm going to catch it now because I've been around you. So right. <laughs> just catch it and get it, get it over with. That sure. was my mentality. Yeah. And then it took me two days to catch it until um, I did a positive test. And then, because when I caught it in the UK, there was no, um, like, isolating. So you didn't have to self-isolate for seven days or whatever. You could literally just carry on yeah. about your day. It was just it was just your choice if you wanted to stay at home and not spread it. Gotcha. But at this point, everyone had their vaccine. And if you didn't want to have your vaccine, you didn't have it. Right. So it was at a time where I thought, well, Okay, do I carry on going to work with my dad? Yeah. And the possibility of him catching it and then my mum catching it. Yeah. Um they didn't want to catch it, which is fair enough. So sure. I just had it was seven days I had it. Um I had seven days off work. Yeah. With 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 pay. Hell yes. That's a benefit. <laughs> um <laughs> the benefit about working with your dad. Um but I haven't I haven't had any long COVID or nothing from it. Um, as far as I the, don't get me wrong, the first two days when I tested positive for it were the worst two days of it. After that, the five days I had it after, perfectly fine. Didn't feel any different, felt like normal. Hmm. Had a little bit of a cough, not a bad cough, just a tickle in the throat. Right. That's it. Um, but the first two days were mental. Because it felt like my head was in a vice mm. and it was being crushed. It was yeah. the worst headache I've had in my life. And apart from that, what was the other thing that I had? Um, I don't think I had a temperature. Hmm. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I had had I had a bit of vertigo, a bit of like, and I had bad. I had I had three nights of nightmares. Mm. Which was strange. Really? Um, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember any of them? Um, did you have a scary monster in it? I think one of them did. Yeah. <laughs> For real? No shit. Okay. Yeah. I. I. Funny enough, this wasn't when I had COVID, but I had a dream um, a couple of weeks back. Um, well, not a dream, a nightmare. And um, I was lying 
on my side of the bed uh, and I was facing the out, you know, like the outside of the bed. And in this dream, um, I don't know whether you're into like ghosts and stuff like that, but in this dream, I had it was as if like I was, it was a bit like sleep paralysis. I was in the same position as I was like lying asleep, yeah. but it felt like I was awake and I woke up and there was this just dark shadow thing just like leaning over me. Oh shit. And yeah, like proper like shit that you'd seen in like horror film. Yeah. And I was like in the dream, I was like trying to, you know, like when you have them, I don't know if you've had them, but you know, like when you're trying to scream, but you can't scream. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had, had that. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know what? Everyone has that. Yeah. I've noticed that everyone says I've had that before when you yeah. explain that to him. And I had that and I was like screaming and I was like in, not in the dream, but in person, I was like mumbling and my girlfriend could see that something was, I was having a nightmare and she was shaking me to wake me up, woke up and I was like, shit, no, <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. And she yeah. was like, what? And I explained that. And then a couple of weeks later, she had the exact same dream. Oh shit. Yeah. How weird is that? <laughs> well you know what's weird about these dreams too is uh the scary ones it's uh yeah. w- you know while you're in the dream you have this really uh, like it whatever the environment is in the dream is what makes it so scary it's like these thoughts you know yeah. like yeah. you could have these scary dreams where you're just you're in a room with people that feel familiar but you can't recognize anyone's face but you know that you're with people you know or something like that but you don't really remember yeah but in the dream like before you wake up it feels like uh for whatever reason it feels like tense or scary mm. for some reason like it like it's just odd it's a weird feeling uh you know it's different because when you try to explain it to somebody like a nightmare you're like um they're like, well, what was so scary about it? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, like the feeling. I don't, yeah. you know, it's mostly it's just a feeling explain. because there's uh there's not a whole lot of, you know, most of the time there's not a whole lot of detail uh in the monster or whatever it yeah. is that you're afraid of, you know, yeah. in their features or their face or whatever. Usually it's like you said, like a, a shadow. Yeah. I had a similar dream when I was in uh, Japan, and I it's bro. I can't believe it's been, you know, 30 years and I still remember this thing, but yeah. I was sitting on, uh, I was sitting on the rack, you know, in, uh, in the military, you have those bunks, you know, um, in a squad bay. So I'm sitting on the top and I'm looking down, I got my legs hanging over and I'm talking to my buddy. It was my drinking buddy. you know, my, my, uh, he was in the, you know, Marines with us, uh, Bletch. So I'm sitting there talking to Joe. And we look down on the floor in the in the squad base, it's concrete. So I look down and it's smooth concrete. Well, then as we're talking, it starts moving like it's murky water, but you know, it's the same color as the concrete floor, but it starts moving like it's water. And all of a sudden we both fell in. And this, <laughs> so we're sinking in the water. It's dark, murky water can't breathe trying to get to the top can't figure out which way's up and all of a sudden there's the the face of Ozzy Osbourne I don't know if you you know but on the cover of the album Blizzard of Oz 
This is yeah. way, way back, the Blizzard of Oz, where he has his hair all strung up with like white powder and shit in it. Um, that face is in front of me. And <laughs> I swear to God, dude, I wake up and I'm telling my buddy, I'm like, bro, like here I am, I'm 20 years old, uh, big badass Marine, right? In the Marines. And I'm telling him how fucking scared I was of Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne in the fucking swamp. Okay. <laughs> Oh yeah. shit! Do you, know, do you know what's the funniest thing? Ozzy Osbourne's actually from the other side of Birmingham as well. He's Is from he a really? Place called, yeah, it's from a place called Solihull. Um, it's about what thirty mile away from me. I think that's where it's from. Yeah, yeah. you know what's Small weird? World. When uh, now you guys, you know, you, you guys already knew this because with the age of information. But back when I was, uh, you know, a teenager, and we were starting to get into listening to Ozzy and stuff like that. Um, when we, I remember when we found out that Ozzy was from or wasn't from America because, you know, the way he sings sounds yeah. like American accent. Yeah. And um, we found that out and we were like, holy <laughs> shit. Like it blew our minds how somebody could sing like that. But when they talk, it was yeah. that really thick accent. It was crazy. Yeah. He's got, he has got a really thick, I don't know if it's classed as black country accent. Because yeah. but he's definitely got that that kind of accent from around where, where I am. Um, it, it's really it's really strange to hear. Is when you watch the I don't know if you watched it, but you know there's like the, they did like the Fly on the Wall documentary back in the day. Yeah, of, of I think it's called like the Osbournes or something. Yeah, the Osbournes. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really funny watching that because because the thing is, there's a lot of people around where I live that are exactly the same as him. <laughs> so it's literally like watching just someone that you know oh, on the it's telly. Funny. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 funny, but um, yeah. But All right, so I, you I, so you got uh, so <laughs> you were going to airsoft, then you stopped. Life got in the way. Then you met your girlfriend. Uh, said, "Hey, um, you want to go airsofting?" And yeah, you okay. guys then, started to go, and then yeah. COVID. And then COVID happened, and then basically just carried on playing once once the sites were open again. Which was, now does she play with you now? Still? Yeah, she she actually prefers, believe it or not, she actually prefers the CQB sites rather than the outdoors sites. Okay. Because she she's and to be fair, I feel like I feel the same. But um, uh, CQB sites they're more fast paced. Um, they're not like speed soft. Some of them, but indoor ones she prefers because it's like there's more going on whereas outdoor sites it's like you're sort of few and far between the, the battle and if you get hit you've got like a mile to walk back to your respawn yeah whereas like <laughs> in cqb it's literally like 20 steps that way and you're yep. hit. whereas you know outdoors it, it's nice to play outdoors especially in the in the summer in in the, this year we've had the hottest um we had the hottest heat wave in the past 70 years this year. Damn. Um, it was, I think, I think my car registered 42. Woo! Um, yeah. yeah. It, that, that's hot. And I've been to, I've been to Vegas back in the day when I was younger. With okay. my mom and dad. And we got out the car and it was a multi-story car park, parking lot. Um, and it was 40 then. But yeah. the thing is, but the thing is, right, 40 degrees here 
is a different 40 degrees in a different country yeah because it, the heat you know what it's like there's a there's a there's like a, a dry heat yep and then there's in the uk what we get is a like a, we call it a muggy heat yeah muggy humid where, yep. yeah yeah dude. it's just it, it's just like clammy and makes you sweat dude. whereas in another country it's different yeah it doesn't feel the same it, it's, it's different it's a nice heat Whereas in this country, yeah, Vegas. Well, anything on the West, like Utah, Vegas, uh, yeah. Cali, obviously California, yeah. but uh, Florida, South Carolina, Georgia, we have similar heat. What you guys have, but probably not as much because you guys get yeah. a lot more rain than we do. So, yeah, that, all that moisture is held into the ground yeah. and the plants and all that. And so when it is hot, yeah, all that stuff just evaporates yeah. out and just hangs in. Um, the- before 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 COVID happened, we went to New York in 2018, and that was in the summer. Yeah, and that was much like our summer. Um, but yeah, um, it we've been to Florida when it's been the rainy season as well. Right. <laughs> Mental. <laughs> Mental. Yeah. I have yeah. not. Se- the thing is, right in this country, in the UK. When you have a, a thunderstorm, okay, you have a thunderstorm for like 20 minutes or so, and it's like you get the odd flash of lightning and the odd rumble of thunder, right? Yeah. In Florida, and if you've never been to Florida, you've got to go just for the storms because the flash of lightning will happen, okay? You have enough time to get the phone out of your pocket, get the camera open, and take a picture of the lightning bolt that's just happened because it stays in the sky for like 10 seconds uh-huh. and then it will go. Whereas in this country, it's like a flash and that's it. And you'll never get a picture of it. You've got to do it. Yeah. But honestly, in Florida, we it's, it just hails and it's like thick hail as well. It's like we don't have that type. Of, like here, it's like a bit of like polystyrene dust <laughs> as hail. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but in America, it's it's like ice cubes coming down. It's it mental. is, dude. The, uh, did you see the, well, I don't know if you've seen the one, um, the one we just did, the podcast I did with uh, hand, a group of guys, it was called the uh, Monthly yeah. Backspin. We just started it, and uh, Mr. OT is his uh, Instagram, Mr. Off Topic. He, uh, he is in Memphis, Tennessee. Golf, golf balls. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I it know. Was I it was <laughs> crazy. He sent us that video. I pulled it up on the screen and yeah, it was yeah. literally like a golf ball in his hand. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's different. My girlfriend's never been to America. She okay. wants to go though. Um, she, she had the chance to come with us in when we went to New York. Cause well, funnily enough, we went to New York for five days and then we went from New York to San Francisco for five days. Um, completely different. Yeah. Completely different. We stayed in a place. Um, shit, where was it? So, you know, you have the city of San Fran. It was north of the city, mm. and it was in a really like rough area. And oh, okay. It, it it was like a package holiday that my mom booked basically, and we stayed in in New York. We stayed in the the Roosevelt, right next to Grand Central nice. train station. Yep. Uh, subway train station. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was really nice. Yeah. And then we got to San Francisco, and the hotel it was a good, good hotel, but of a night time. Um, <laughs> Freaks come out. 
they they said don't go out after 9 p.m they oh. said avoid 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 these streets um of a night time um yeah and we it of a night time at like two o'clock in the morning because obviously it was quite warm so we had the, the the balcony door open a bit um we could hear like sounded like fireworks and my dad said gotcha. he was letting off he was letting off fireworks at two in the morning and i said to my dad that ain't fireworks no <laughs> so, uh... As someone who knows a bit about guns, that is not fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a gun. Oh yeah. And um yeah, we, we went out one of the days, first thing in the morning, like ten o'clock in the morning, getting ready to go out and see San Francisco. Went to Alcatraz and all that. Um and uh we was walking down the street and there was some there gotta be homeless people, um, just sat on the corner selling knives on a towel on the street, on the yeah. pavement, mental, mental. <laughs> and you'd never, never get that here. Never. Oh, yeah. as, as soon as, as soon as someone got a whiff that someone had a knife, you'd have the flipping armed forces here and everything. But, um, <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. But, I was telling, uh, uh, speaking of that, I was talking to uh, somebody a couple of days ago in the UK and I was telling them about, um, the uh halloween party we had so we went to uh, my in-laws they live like uh about 10 15 minutes from us you know drive real close oh, yeah. and uh oh, yeah. so we all went over there so uh three of my five kids came over or four of my five kids and they had you know one of them has kids uh that lives here so we had a bunch of people over there and you know girlfriends and whatever you know and uh so we're all hanging out well this is in a neighborhood where uh they have sidewalks you know it's like a where people walk around and stuff so all the trick-or-treaters you know all the kids were going to go trick-or-treating and um so it's a you know the houses are pretty close together so we got a they have a big driveway so we had a fire pit set up in the driveway with a huge fire going um i was dressed in uh you play video games at all yeah so you play call of duty you've heard of a uh, payday payday two yeah, uh, yeah the bank robbing game okay yeah, bank yeah. robbers so i was the the lead guy you know austin yeah with that uh american flag mask looking yeah, yeah, thing. yeah yeah it looks sick <laughs> with the with the uh the dr- uh dress coat you know the suit coat on yeah and yeah. i had a shotgun it's an airsoft shotgun yeah uh with a sling slung over my yeah. shoulder you know like sitting right in front of me so I had that, um, and then, uh, so uh, anyway, we had a bunch of, we were all standing out there drinking and had the fire going. I had music on, uh, mm-hmm. in the garage. We had the garage door open and the, uh, we brought a TV out there. My brother-in-law has a TV out there because we were watching Monday night football. Um, so we had all this shit going on. So it's, you know, it's like a party atmosphere. It's loud, whatever. And uh, I was telling this guy this, and he goes, "Bro, you're you're all that that would not happen here because somebody would call the cops on you." And um, I was like, "No, sure. man, this is like a week weekend. This is every weekend we do this shit. If you guys came here, man, like where I live, the neighborhood I live in, uh, is it's it's a it's a little bit away from town, so <laughs> there's some spaces between the houses." I think every single person on this whole block 
has guns and we all go out in our backyards and shoot. So yeah. we'll go out with our pistols and sh- so you'll every night, bro, every night you'll hear shotguns going off, rifles going off, pistols going off. There's a guy up the, like two doors up. He'll go out and he has a target, a big target, like hay bales and a big uh, dirt, you know, berm mm-hmm. or whatever set up in his backyard. And he'll like do mag dumps. He'll dump the mm-hmm. mag of his 40 cow or his nine mil. <laughs> and it just sounds like a war zone some nights. And we're just standing out there drinking me and my wife. It's like totally normal, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> for people I mean, that aren't used to it. I mean, I, I could, I, I could, I could get used to that. <laughs> it's great. But, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just you get you used to it pretty it. quick. You just but wouldn't get that. Yeah. My, uh, my, my family, like my sisters and my mom live up in uh, Cleveland, Ohio still. And when they come down to visit and that happens, they're freaking out because they're not used to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, the gun laws here are really strict, as you know. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's funny, actually, because my cousin's uh, wife, who's from Texas, when she was over, she's only about 24, 25. Yeah. And it was the time it was she, when she was over, it was about a week after when you know they had that shooting in texas um mm. that was it that school shooting or something mm. um and I, I i said i don't well anyone who has a gun will say guns aren't the problem it's the people that kill people yeah. um which i agree with and i think it's not i i, I think in america they need to have more background checks but at the end of the day, you could still get someone buy a yeah. gun on the black market, right? Know, um, or off someone off the street. So you'll never. I think. I think gun safety though is the main thing because, sure. yeah, you know, and it's it, it's it's. I don't think guns are the problem. It's the checks that they need to do on people. Yeah. Um, and and not just a normal background check. Like, is their man- mental health right? It also needs to be like, like obviously, if they've got a criminal record, um, which they do anyway, doesn't they? Um, yeah. I think it needs to be on an, a, a level where, for instance, if they've just lost their job and things start to happen where they start to get signs of depression as yeah. well. But you know, they start looking like sus. That, yeah, <laughs> uh, there, ne- there needs to be like in this country. Um, if you got a shotgun license, and I know this because my girlfriend's dad, um, they the police come around and do like a spot check on you. Oh wow. Um, yeah, and you they they don't tell you; they just turn up. Oh fuck. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah, and if you <laughs> no no if you if you've not got the gun in the safe, yeah, you have to have, you have to have a gun safe. Um, if you've not got the gun in a, in a safe, um, you've got to have a valid, valid reason yeah. to have it not in the safe. For instance, cleaning it. Or For instance, uh, the cops showing up at my door. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think you're not allowed to have so much ammunition okay. um, as well. So yeah. shotgun shells and stuff. Um, you, you're only allowed to have X amount. I don't know how much it is. Um, okay. If you've got any more than that, then it's a problem i don't know what happens i don't know whether you get it taken off you or whether they just put a 
or whether you get a fine. I like a fine or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's to be more stuff like that. But <laughs> you know what it's like. You'll never you'll never get rid of guns because it's it's a big thing. But right. Yeah, you're not gonna uninvent them. That's you know, it's a complicated any of those issues like that are complicated because well, it's I think it's because of the the volume of people and whatever this whatever the thing is, you know, is whatever's in the um happens to be the you know the the issue at the time or whatever. Uh, you know, the, the bottom line, life is is risky. Um I, I mean, you know, everyone has their own beliefs, you know, like per, personally, I think uh, less government involvement with our lives is better, like uh, more individual responsibility would be uh, would be better um, instead of us handing the government like, yeah, you take care of this, you take care of that, you make sure everyone's in line and whatever, Um you know, it's uh, but any of the there's no easy fix for any of those things. It's not an overnight I, fix. It's I um, think I think if I lived, if I just happened to get up and move from the UK and came to America, yeah. I'm gonna be honest, not because I like guns, in like general, like you know, because obviously I do airsoft. Right. Um, Say so you must but, like them. You, you play airsoft. Yeah, but like I'd I'd probably still get a gun anyway because I know that everyone else has got a gun, right. and you never know whether someone could just break into your house and try and rob you and they've got a gun and yeah. things can happen. But you know, look, bro, like you, you I'm going to tell it. you this. <laughs> Are they real? Yeah. <laughs> so that one up there that's black and red, that's my son's. That's, yeah, yeah. That is a 50 cal. Hmm. It's called a 50 Beowulf. It's hmm. a special. Now that one underneath it, that's an ARP nine, so that's an airsoft gun. Yeah, I can tell that one. <laughs> uh, that green one in the middle, that is a Mosin yeah. Nagant sniper rifle. Yeah. Uh, the one right above it on the back side is the uh, that is an uh, AR fifteen. It's modified, mm. and then above that, at the very top, is an AK forty seven. That's yeah. real. Um, it just. Yeah. You know, whether somebody's for or against them, I'm going to tell you right now, it feels mm. cool as fuck to have a bunch of guns in your house. Yeah, so <laughs> I'd, I'd, honestly, I'd get all of mine out now, but it'll take me another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what's your uh, what's your favorite uh, oh, weapon you run? What's your favorite gun you run with now? I honestly don't know. I can't answer because I it's one of them. It's like if you've got 10 to switch cars, it up. Yeah, if you've got ten different cars, you love each one individually for different reasons. It's the yeah. same thing. But does I it depend on I, the field? Yeah, it depends on the yeah, it depends on the field. You can't take uh, an M two four nine LNG to a CQD right. site. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think because I've got an M two four nine, that is probably probably my. I think it's probably my favorite because it's the biggest one that I've got. But yeah. at the same time, I've got an MP nine, and I like that one because it's gas blowback, so it's it's got the realism ah, to it. Nice, yeah. Um, but also just because it's it's light and it's easy to handle, you know. Yeah. I think the signal's gone. Is it? Oh Jesus! Nope. 
Yeah. Okay. There we go. I'm back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you cut them out when it happens? Uh, well, that one. No, yeah. Normally, I do. If it's like a longer one, like the first one that happened, that yeah. was like a good twenty seconds. I'll cut yeah. that out. But yeah. these little ones, I'm like, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, honestly, though, apart from those, yeah, my my AK, just because it's real, real wood and feels metal. it. It probably it's probably heavier. It feels sturdy. Uh, yeah. It looks it's, awesome. I love that style too. It's really built well. The only problem uh-huh. is when I do the uh, the videos for YouTube, yeah. um, to put a GoPro mount on this is really difficult because yep. there's no there's no rail. So yep. what I did was I had to get basically a clamp that goes around the barrel. Right. Yeah, we and have the this, same thing. This is an arm, and that's a 45 degree for the GoPro to sit on. Yeah. And I can literally, the best thing about it is I can literally just hold it. Oh. And it's just disappeared. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's smart. Okay, but um, I've I've actually I've actually held a real um, AK forty seven back in okay. the day. Um, I went to London and there was a, a British Army exhibition thing, um, hmm. and they had a uh, an L eighty five there. Gotcha. You know the, the British one. And they had uh, an AK forty-seven, exactly the same as this one, same color and everything, except nice. it was a bit more, a bit more battered, basically. Right. <laughs> um, and they said to me that it had been confiscated from a Taliban member in, I think it was Iraq or Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, and they now have it for the exhibitions. Mm. And I said, "Can I, can I hold it?" And I said, "Yeah." And I, I held it like that. And obviously, at the time, I was about. 14 so it was really heavy for me <laughs> right. this is <laughs> this feels light as shit yeah <laughs> but yeah that that was that was uh, a highlight of probably well probably my only highlight to be honest of actually holding the wheel gun apart from um a shotgun that not my girlfriend's dad but someone else that we know that's got a shotgun license yeah i held that one but i, I don't know i feel like sh- the competition shotgun shotguns that you get they're not the same as a, a rifle or a, a, you know they're, they're uh-huh. just a bit different because it, it's it's right. not you, you know you know the history of an ak-47 mm-hmm. you know like a a, a a clay pigeon shotgun it's one of the things where there's there's not history with it whereas like no it's, the M, it's kind of boring the m16 yeah the m16 you know it was in vietnam yep. and stuff like that and yeah it's one of the things but i think I think my if I had to choose my favorite because I've got rid of some as well and I've sold some. Um, I, I I do regret selling. Uh, I had an RPK. Um, oh, nice! And I do regret selling that, and I still wish I had that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I sold that a couple of years back. Um, it got to the point where I had too many and. <laughs> There was a, there's a, someone on the team, and he's Spanish, okay. And I'm going to do an impression now of what he said. Yeah. When I first when I first met him, he said to me because I, I took every game I go to, I take I take a few different guns. I take probably about and I take a minimum four, right? right? Just because when I get there, I, I like to have a choice. Um, and I uh, <laughs> I got there and I opened the boot 
of my car and he saw all the, the guns in the back and he says <laughs> he goes how many guns you got man right <laughs> and i went and i went and he goes do you know it's bad when you got a thinker huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and I, and I said i think i've got and he's laughing as i'm counting like this oh my god and i got to the second hand and then i went back to the third hand holy shit and then I said, I think I've got 12, 13. Yeah. But I actually had, I actually had, if I counted all of the ones that I've ever bought, it was probably about 18. Okay. But that's not that bad. I know that I'm not that bad now because I went and actually bought a gun off of someone not long ago, start of this year, actually. And um, he was selling a M249 that was in bits and it just had to be rebuilt. Yeah, um, I've actually got it the other side of these computer screens. Nice. Um, and I've rebuilt it. I'm yet to add a few more stuff to it, and then I was going to sell it because I got it really cheap. Um, and I went to his house, and he said, "Yeah, he said I'm just having a clear out. Um, I bought it to rebuild it, basically what I've done." And he, he just said, "I just never got around to doing it." Yeah. So he said, "That's why I'm selling it." And I said, oh, "Okay." He said, "Is there anything else you're like looking for?" Um, and I said, what you got? And he goes, what haven't I got? <laughs> and <laughs> he said, I said, I'm not really looking for anything else, but if you've got anything going cheap, I might consider yeah. it. And he said, well, he said, I've got 72 guns and that's not including pistols. Holy shit. Yeah. And bear in mind when I went to his house, his house wasn't that big. And I thought to myself, <laughs> Where, where where do you store all of these? Oh my god! <laughs> Under the beds, uh, in the closets. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! And he, he said, he says seventy two, and that's not including pistols. And I said, how many pistols have you got? And he said, I think I've got about thirty. Jesus! <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's that, that's an issue. That is called addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Holy so, shit! When I, whenever someone says to me that I've got too many, I know that I'm not that bad. Uh-uh. No, you don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 12 I've, to 15, that's that's definitely uh, more, I think. Than, yeah, that's more than yeah. the average yeah. air softer because well, most people I talk to, they'll keep on hand, you know, five, six, seven. If they've been playing for quite a few, you know, quite a few years or yeah. whatever. Um yeah obviously they they have their favorite and then they have the couple of backups that they take because for some reason airsoft guns don't like riding in the car i don't know that, <laughs> I, was I, I mean this, there has to be something to this bro we got to figure this shit out i was okay? listening to that one today <laughs> for real like and what you know is what? going on with that shit do you know what i said to myself i'm gonna talk about this in the podcast today <laughs> right I have this reoccurring dream. Okay, oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But I have this reoccurring dream where I get to an airsoft game in the dream, and I have forgotten something. And it could be something as simple as like my gloves, or it could be as something as simple as my my helmet or my goggles or 
I take the gun and I completely forget all the magazines or something like that for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just there's something that happens, right? Oh, shit. And it's so, it's so true. It's un- This is the reason why I take at least four guns because I've had it so many times where I've gone to a game and the gun just shits itself. <laughs> Literally the start of the game. And I'm like, why has it just done that? Because I tried it last night and it worked. <laughs> 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 it literally... Again, on, on my channel, um, the, uh, the the night game one that I put up a, a two weeks ago, I think it is, um, I took my M249. Oh, so it's uh, Airsoft Night Games? Yeah, the green one. Yep. Um, you'll see it, the green, the green thumbnail one. Yeah, I'm um, looking at it right now. I, t- I took my M249 with me because I wanted to use it for, for the night game. Worked fine on the day before. I tested the box mag for it. it. You know the little nine volt batteries, the little square ones. Yeah. Um, it, it takes one of them because I've changed it. Oh, okay, it. gotcha. And I've got like eight batteries for it, the little nine volt ones. I've got eight of them spare, right? And I put one in, a brand new one, fresh one, right? Worked fine. Nothing yeah. wrong with it. Then the next day, go to the game, go to Chrono with the box mag, and the box mag doesn't want to feed. I'm like, oh, I'm pressing the on and off button underneath the wind for it. Nothing, dead. Yet the battery was working the day before. Oh, my so, God. And the thing is, I only took the one battery with me, so I didn't have another battery to use. The airsoft site didn't have any 9-volt batteries for sale, so I couldn't use it. So that's, oh why, I, <laughs> that's why I ended up using that other gun that's in the video. But it's, it's really annoying because it's so true and i'm glad that i'm not the only person because i've taken again i've taken guns before to games that i want to use and it just shits itself and i'm just like why is it not working and that's why i take and it's even worse now because where my girlfriend comes with me i have to take at least every every gun that i take i take a backup for that and then every backup (laughs) i take i take a backup for that one oh shit (laughs) so i take at least Oh my god! And then now, because she comes with me, I have to take at least five or six now, just in case. Because it's the worst thing if you do it if you drive an hour away and you get to the game and the gun shits itself and you've not got a spare gun. All right, and you know what we got to do, bro? Okay, now this is the first time we're talking about. We got to figure out. We got to figure out. So we're gonna have to do a test. Um, So when you take your how do you transport your guns? You put them in the boot, right? You put them in the trunk. Do you put them, uh, just, you just lay them in there or um, do you, do you wrap them up in something? Do you have a, no, a no, bag no. or a case? Yeah. They've all got, they've all got bags. All my guns have got bags. Um, okay. So they're gun bags. You zip them up yeah. in those. Yeah. They're left in there. I don't, the only time I get it out is if I'm going to shoot it at home right? or if I'm taking it to a game and then I get it out then. Right. Um, so that's how you yeah, transport them. Yeah, I don't. I don't just throw them in a boot on the thing. I don't. I. I don't ever throw my guns on the floor. Right. Right. Well, we uh, got to figure out what it is. So if if you're doing that in gun bags, if everyone else uh, else I've talked with that has problems with it, puts them in gun bags. Uh, we we need to figure out what is. We got to find the person who has never had their gun take a shit. I don't um, think there is any. You know, okay, it works at home. <laughs> They stick it in their car. They go to the field, and it still works. We need to find that guy, and 
you know, if if he's Honestly. running consistently and it's maybe he wraps it in a fucking a plushy towel or something, okay, that the gun likes. I don't know. But maybe they don't like gun bags. <laughs> the thing is, right, I, I could get I could get my uh my box at my uh, M249s in now, but it's it's just it's a big box. Basically it's uh it's an old uh D War um box that's got something like it had something like a jackhammer in it or something. It's a really big box. Yeah, right. to fit a two four nine in, it's gotta be. And um I basically took the you know like they have a mold where like you know like you buy a battery drum and it has a box, it's got a mold in it. Yep. Well, I got a multi tool and I basically take the the mold out and it's yep. basically just the shell of a box mm-hmm. because you can literally get a D war box. I'm going to give away my secret now because this is what I do. But <laughs> you can literally buy a, a Dewalt box for like a tenner, right? And I'm talking like a big Dewalt box mm-hmm. that can hold easily two guns in it at, at the right length. Right. Um, and all I do is I just take it out and then just line it with foam and it just creates a really nice box for it to be in. Mm-hmm. And I've got one of those for the 249. Um, and it, it's like, it's literally like, it's like a bed for the gun. Right. So it's not, it's not like as I'm throwing it in the box with the gun in, in the boot, it's not like it's hitting the sides and bashing no. it or knocking anything. It's, it's nice and snug and yeah. tight in there. Yeah. It's not yeah. jumbling around. Yeah. I, it's got foam on the lid. So as you close it down, mm-hmm. it's like sandwiches itself. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just, I mean, that's just the one, but. I, I'm going to be honest. I've never had a problem. I've never had a problem with a gas gun. I can be honest with that one. Never had a problem. Just with the a AGs. Gas gun. Just AGs. No shit. Um, I don't. I don't do the HPA. Never done it. I don't think I ever will. Um. Yeah. It always just seems to be AGs, and it's either a problem with the battery. But I look after my batteries. Um, I put them on storage charge if I'm not using them. Some people keep the batteries fully charged all the time. Mm. Um, and you can imagine if you're not playing for like another month, it's right. not the thing to do. Right. Um, but yeah, it, I, I don't know what it is. I, I just, the worst thing is that that reoccurring dream where I forgot something. The worst thing is, because <laughs> the thing is, it's not just me. I have to, obviously I have to take my girlfriend's gear as well. Right. If I flip, if I flip the camera around, you'll actually be, I flip the camera around this. Yeah. I've actually got a, a shelf. That's my bag on top, and that's her bag. In oh, wow. Room. Yeah, yeah. And the, the green one is mine, but I use it for all my ghillie stuff. Gotcha. Um, but I have to take her bag and my bag, and I have to make sure she's got all of her stuff Holy in the bag, yeah. as well as I'll show you my other. So that's all my ass off. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So there's a load of racking. Oh, that's cool, man. Point. You got like a little uh, workshop. Our workbench over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I actually get up, I can actually show you it. So this is my setup. So I've got this computer. Oh, that's nice, dude. That's a good setup. Still. Yeah. And then this is basically just like the the work work counter. Oh, that's awesome. So I've got my guns, and that's a picture of me and my girlfriend. Oh, that's cool, dude. Tonight. Yeah. How, uh, where'd you get that? How'd you get that picture? Um, that was taken at a game, and then I just had a, a an A one poster printed with the and i got the frame for it do you remember who uh who took it or how'd you who'd you get it from uh i got the, the the poster printed on ebay it was just it was a tenner so i just thought why not um that's cool 
and then I've just got all my racking and stuff. That's my box with all my gas in. Um, this is my 249. Um, awesome. There's my ghillie on the wall. Yep. Um, got all the vests. Hell uh, yeah. There's, these are the gun bags that I keep the guns in. Okay. And there's a load of boxes underneath. You need, then, to, you need to say some prayers over them, okay? Sprinkle holy water on them before you take them. <laughs> and then this is the Dewalt box I was talking about. Yep. So it's basically, if I uh, actually pull this out, I might be able to show you. They are a big box as well. Yeah. So you can see it's just foam lined inside. Oh, that's nice. Yep. I don't know why there's just a random bag in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just foam lined. Um, that's cool. This this box is actually just the one for if I want to take a few guns. Instead of taking them in the bags, I just chuck them all in this one, close right. the lid, and take, just take the one box rather than taking all the bags. Yep. Uh, this is just a spare box, to be honest. Gotcha. Um, the one for the 249 is actually in the other room. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's my little workstation. That's a, yeah, that's a good setup, man. So yeah. you do uh, you do your own tech on your gearboxes and shit like that? I, I try to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I try to do it try to do my own tech but i mean I've, I've i've upgraded i upgraded all my guns myself i've never got someone else to do it so when i say i try i, I mean i have you do it um, yeah sometimes but, it takes longer if you if you can't get it right or something yeah i mean i've had it before where i've done stuff and it doesn't work and then it's like take it to bits again and do it again see see why it didn't work yeah so you can do but, yeah, that's the hardest part, yeah. man, about uh, ripping apart gearboxes is uh, because they're some of them are so time consuming to to put back together. Uh, yeah. When you get if it you back together, like especially yeah. like if you don't if you don't know uh, if you put the shims, you know, if you didn't shim it right, yeah, um, you're like, yeah. I think I did, but I can't remember. Yeah, and then you get everything back yeah. together. It's like from the time you yeah. start putting it back together. Uh, like where you think you're done with everything and then put it back in the gun, get it all. And now you have to test it and then it doesn't yeah. work again. It's like, yeah. bro, you got to start all the yeah. way over. It's uh, it, you know, it's not like um, just pop the spring, you know, the, those ones yeah. with the split gear boxes, you know, the ICSs and stuff where you, you yeah. know, you just pop it out pop the spring out. No yeah. big deal. Um, those ones that have bro, some of those, yeah. Some of those gearboxes I took apart, um, I needed all my fingers plus somebody else <laughs> to try. I'm holding everything in place. Yeah, because uh, as soon as you slightly move bro. it or lift it, the gears decide to move. Yes. Or a shim comes off and it yes. falls in, in the gearbox. And, and a little, uh, God, I can't remember the name of it now, but the uh, the the tiny-ass spring in there, that uh, anti-reversal. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few of them. <laughs> and yeah, you do just do. get the gearbox top, like ready to go on. Yeah. You're like, okay. And yeah. and it, it like there's something that won't let it snap yeah. in place all the way. Yeah. And you, but you can't see what it is. You're like, everything's lined up. And then you start to wiggle it just to, <laughs> you wiggle it too much. Bing. Yeah. There it goes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Take yeah. it back off. Start I've, over. <laughs> I've had it before where I put everything back together. Um, and you know the piston, the yeah. bit with the teeth on it as it goes right. back and then pushes forward from the spring. Uh -huh. Well, I put a gearbox together, 
plugged a battery into it, went to fire it, forgot to put the spring in it, and the piston went (laughs) (laughs) And you know what else as well? I had um what was it? There was something, it was a spring, it was a it was a uh the the tap it plate spring. They're a pain to put on. Yes. Um and I had it before where I was pulling it and as it was about to go over the loop where it's meant to go, uh-huh. it slipped off the screwdriver because I yep. was using a screwdriver to pull it and then drop mm-hmm. it in and then just push it down. As I went like that, it just pulled itself just slightly from under the screwdriver and it went dunk like that and it yep. hit the wall on the other side of the room and I went, shit. Because <laughs> 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 the worst is as well we've got like a dark green carpet not my choice it was my mom and dad's choice yeah. back in the day but the worst thing is it's a dark green carpet and to find a, a gray spring on it yep. you can't find it mm. so a good method that i have thought of is if you get a hoover um and you know the nozzle on the end of it if yeah. you put a sock if you put a sock over the end of it oh yeah like it, a filter it creates a, yeah it creates a filter so then if you just go over the floor like that and then look it'll at hold it, it. It'll hold it for you. Yeah. yeah. So that that's a method for anyone who's ever lost a spring or a screw. I was going to say the the magnets, the, the magnets, but you know some of those things are not uh, made with with metal. Yeah. They're like a you know they're made with something else. Yeah. Zinc so, or nickel or some shit that's not magnetized. Yeah. Some of them are made of like carbon or something. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that same spring, bro, I've had that same thing. You know what I used? You know the little pick tools? Um, they have the little uh, – you can buy a set of them. They'll have a, a a pick that's a straight – you know, they're like this long. They'll have a straight pick. Then they have a 90-degree angle one that comes to – and they're really sharp. Mm. And then they have the hook, you know, mm. that's like that. Mm. And they're all picks for – now, I used to use them in uh, manufacturing for um, picking out – you know, uh, stuff in uh, aluminum die casting or or plastic extrusion or whatever in the die molds. But mm-hmm. um, I use them here for, I use the 90 degree one for those springs because mm-hmm. uh, I can, you know, I get a good angle on it and it's such a sharp yeah. point. All I have to do is just barely, yeah, once yeah. I get it, you know, lined up with the, uh, the post, yeah, I just barely, you know, tap it on there and it it, it uh, but i've had that where it flies off and then i'm i i literally wear a uh a headlamp around <laughs> my head when i'm working on it because the spring goes flying and i turn that thing on and it's super bright and yeah. then i could see you know yeah. a lot better to try some, to find some, it but. some a little tip that i have used for doing that is um i put blue tack on the other end of the spring so the bit that's already hooked on if you put a blob of blue tack, you know, you know what blue tack is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, uh, it's, it's like a, the Loctite stuff. No, not Loctite, not Loctite. That's, that's different. Um, blue, t- blue tack. Um, oh, is it like the, uh, kind of like, um, Play-Doh kind of mushy yeah, shit. It. Okay. It, yeah. So you, you just stick a, it on there, uh, just yeah. temporary to, put, you know, hold the one end put on that, put that on, put it on the one end and gotcha. then as you're pulling it, if that end ever flings back, the blue tack sometimes will stop it from oh yeah the, uh, the the pole. Oh, that's so a good that's idea a for anyone. Uh-huh. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, you could talk about gun tech all day. And no shit. The problems. 
But what, uh, so yeah. what is your, what's your team's uh, next, like, what do you guys got planned for the rest of the year? Honestly, we haven't even got a game plan now, but I think we was going to do a, a, a Christmas game together. Yeah. Um, we was probably going to hire somewhere out, um, just just us, um, which is basically what we did for that uh, airsoft. CPD oh, you do like a private game? Video. Yeah, like a private game. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, but I don't know. We haven't got anything planned just yet. It's it's my birthday next Thursday, so a week today. Awesome! Um, Happy birthday! Yeah, I, don't ask me how old how old I am because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually I don't usually ask that for people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm 26, 27, or 28. I can't remember how old I'm being honest. <laughs> um, it's not. It's not even important. No, it's not. Once you get over 20, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But um, yeah, but we we definitely need to do another one. But I'm going to be honest. It's half ten at night. My phone's about to die. Oh shit! I need. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> we're we're ready to wrap up. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, it's been great uh, talking with you, man. Yeah, we we need to do another one though. Definitely. Yeah, we'll do it. You know, like I said, we all, I always uh, try to have somebody on again, you know, later on. But yeah. where, uh, tell everybody where you can be found online, you know, who you want to give a shout out to, your teammates or whatever. Yeah. So um, my personal Instagram is airsoft underscore Dean underscore. Uh, the uh, Force of Fury Instagram is force underscore of underscore fury underscore. Um, and then the YouTube channel is Force of Fury. Um, but if you go on your browser and type www.youtube.com forward slash Force of Fury, it will come up. Um, and subscribe and like the videos and help support us and all of that of good stuff and share oh, yeah. it. And hopefully we might be doing another give- giveaway for Christmas. That's a little bit of a teaser because awesome. I haven't announced that yet. Okay. So you had it here first. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. Hell yeah. Well, uh, when we're done here, um, if you remember in the next couple of days, uh, send me through Instagram or whatever, send me um, all the links that you want me to share, you know, yeah. you, your teammates, whatever. Um, also, another thing as well. Um, could you, I was going to say, I don't suppose you could send me oh, it's going to be a big video but i don't suppose you could send me this so we could put it on our channel is that all right or this one just to be on your yeah yeah i can so what it- i can do is uh well i've had that request a lot so it's it's very common um yeah. what i do is i have a google drive folder set yeah, up that's it. That's it, yeah. so i'll just give you access to i'll yeah, make yeah, a yeah. separate folder for this one give yeah. you access to it you can go in there and look at it uh yeah. whenever you want okay and okay. download it whatever yeah okay cheers oh yeah <laughs> Awesome, dude. Well, I appreciate yeah. you, brother. It's good meeting uh, you. Okay. Um, I'll be in touch for the next one then. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, bro. Okay. See you in a bit. All right. 